it's like a fleece blanket, maybe two at most. Yeah. But it was like stormy. Yeah. They put two fleece blankets. You got like two heavy duty comforters on that fool. Why? Just to cut the lights. Oh, so it's they really need it to be dark, dark, yeah. Oh, because I picked up my blanket one time and I went underneath it, just closing it, and there was still light coming through there. Oh shit! He would make a bunch of noise. Like he's not making a bunch of noise right now, but we probably are waking his ass up. Yeah, but you know, I never heard him chirp on us. Single episode since we've been here. No, he's yeah. never made noise. And that's what it is, huh? It's because of that. Yeah, it's because it's like dark, dark. So he's just like, all right, well, I'm good. You yeah, can't no, see me. Okay. Well, I mean, my bird chirps in the mornings when yeah. the light's there. When I get home, lights are open. Yeah. But at nighttime, as long as she's covered, she's quiet. Yeah. But in the morning, like, I'll get home, I'm fucking, like, trying to sleep in. Next thing you know, and she fucking lands on me because the cage is, like, right there, but yeah. we leave the top open so she can, like, wander around and shit. Yeah. She hits me when I'm asleep. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, bitch. So yours is, like, super quiet, dead quiet. Can still breathe? Yeah. yeah. He's not an asshole. Well, it's even open, like, right here. Yeah. You know, but he's not. He's a dick like that too. Like I'll be asleep, and then I'll wake up and he's right here, just been shitting on me. And Dude, I'm like, dog. Okay, yeah. Yeah. She got a- me on my cheek, and my my Alice. She yeah. like woke up and she saw. She went, got the bird off me. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that. Fell. Um, got the bird off me and then cleaned my hair because apparently she pooped in my hair too. Oh. And then she like asked us. She asked the same one. She's like, Bobby, did you notice the bird was on you? I was like, No, why? It's like, because she did. And she pooped on you. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, don't worry, I cleaned it. It was in your hair. I was like, what? And she's like, uh, yeah. But then she's like, oh. The person is under your you. face. And I was like, what? Gross. And I went, and yeah, sure enough, I had like dried up poop. And I was like, Alice, I'm going to kill you if you ever are awake and you see the bird is on me and you don't get her quick enough. Like, yeah. Oh, I was going to kill her. Yeah, dude, there was one time I fell asleep and I had my leg up like that. And then when I woke up, luckily I was wearing my work pants. Cause I woke up and this fool was right here. Just my shit leg was like shit. Like that fool had just been like, he'd walk back, walk back, just fuck that here. here. Move on. Okay. Uh, On that note, welcome to the Broken Point of View podcast. Wow. So that's what we're gonna start, huh? That's how we're gonna start. Talking about shit before we talk about shit. Exactly. Cockatiel life. Cockatiel life. (laughs) Yo, for all those bird lovers out there, you feel our pain. You know how much of your clothing has been shit on and. They don't make any noise, any sound, no nope. warning. They just shit on you. Scary movie too loud to me. What do you mean? They had a cockatiel in that movie where like, there's a one point where it does like, a massive shit. Uh-huh. But it, like, it, like, it, oh, it was the cockatiel was a parrot. Yeah. It was talking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that movie lied to me. I thought birds like, were just like met, loud, nasty-ass like, shitters. No, very quiet shitters. Yeah. Well, so no, cats kind of meow sometimes. Dogs, they let you know they're trying to poop. They never just like poop in front of you, like, hey, I pooped. No, they're like, it's always weird when they like want you to take them outside and poop, but they ma- maintain eye contact, like, right here, right, right here. Don't, don't look away. I can't do it. Look away. That's so weird. Supposedly, it's because they look at you for protection. Yeah. Because they're like putting their guard down. Uh, so like, hey, watch my back. Yeah, that's right. Like, and you're like, looking oh, at yeah, them. Yeah, look at this. It's like, yeah. hey, dude, watch my back. What are you doing? Look at me. Look at my back. <laughs> Cover my back. Cover my six. Dude, stop looking at me. I was in the pound for so long, you don't know what happens when you're not looking at your ass. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what you be attacking right now? The birds have been flying around all crazy today, dude. Come on. Get, get me. Don't drop the ball in the pound. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Dude. get the tennis ball in the trap. <laughs> uh, but today we actually pretty a pretty crazy episode for you. A little bit of everything. 
Yeah. We actually have a um, the first topic we're gonna get into is gonna a like a art film kind of thing called Divinity. Yeah. By Sumerian Records. I don't know if they changed the name of the production company to the Sumerian Productions. It just said Sumerian. Yeah, that's all yeah. I had to say, but I wasn't sure like it was like they're going like productions or whatever, but okay. they are originally a record company that started doing movies and T V shows. Yeah, exactly. And the newest one they have is called Divinity that Wes brought to us. Uh, we're gonna get into a new anime that we also kinda found on thanks to Instagram, uh, Ninja Kamoi, which is on Adult Swim. And it's streaming right now on CBA, uh, HBO Max, or just Max, they're now calling it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into Madam Web at the very end. Saving the best for last, aren't they? Just Something like that. Saving <laughs> the best for last. But before we get into all that, how have you guys been? What have you been up to? How's everything going? Wow, that was a lot. I'm not ready. Wes? Big cheeks. D! Almost got you with the spin take! Yeah! Almost got him! So going good. So going deep. You know what, dog? You know what? You know what fix that? More cheeks. Thank God we're not a kid's podcast. Ready it for me, chick. Yeah, right, for real. Nah, just chilling, making music. Same old sames right now. Work. I actually worked on some new product. Their project that we're okay. the Coca-Cola company, so it's something that I'm going to be like a test guy, and Ooh. if it goes well, I'm going to travel for work. Oh, ah. shit. Go to, possibly go to San Francisco for like three weeks. Damn. Damn. And do like 35 installs or something like that. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's a lot of units, so if it goes well, and they did a, supposedly they did a meeting today, I don't know if they're going to give us the final word right away or what, but... They did a meeting today to figure out where they're going to go going forward and stuff, so. That's actually pretty fucking dope. Yeah, so. I just did that on Thursday. That's when I was at that showroom. Yeah. Sending you guys the pictures. With so. the Coca-Cola golden bottles. Yeah, right. Wait, the did you bring one, bro? Nah, man. How much was it? Nah, it wasn't anything. It was just literally a corporate office. Oh, I thought it had soda inside. Like, oh, it did. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's just their stuff because it's Coke. But you can't buy it? No, you can't take it. Nothing. But it has soda inside. Yep. Because it's old. What a tease. I want a gold Coke bottle just sitting there on my mantel. They probably don't open. I would crack it open and drink it inside. Like, <laughs> it don't open. I'm going to open it. <laughs> You're going to be like that dude. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mr. Beast or whatever. No, no, I don't think it's Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast? Food Beast or something like that. Food Beast? One of them. But he was one of the YouTube guys that was like early. He did the video where it was like smoking. You could smoke alcohol. Whoa. Yeah, what you do is you just light it up to make, like, a, a vapor. Okay. And then you just hit the vapor like a bong kind of thing. But it was... And it's an alcohol shot, but the thing is, is you're literally vaporizing all the alcohol out, so you just go... And then it's pure alcohol you're hitting. It's not water and all that shit, because it takes you a while to get drunk off of stuff, right? That's because there's water and stuff mixed in... That alcohol. It's not 100% alcohol. is like, you know, 100 proof where it's like 50% alcohol. Right, right, right. Or 90 proof where it's 45% alcohol. So this fool's vaporizing it to just get the alcohol out. Wow. Yeah. So probably like 99% alcohol, maybe 100%. Wow. So what does that fuck up? Your lungs or your liver first? <laughs> your liver, probably because he got drunk. Like, drunk. Like, shit face, shit house, however you want to say it. Thrown out, dude, by the fourth drink. No way. Yeah, because he put a shot into a thing, and then he would light this chamber, and then just hit it, and it was basically boiling out the shit to vaporize just alcohol. And That's then he would take ridiculous. A hit. Yeah. 
So by like the fourth like shot of that, yeah, he was like toasted. Like he was trying to do the video, like, oh my god, don't do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole thing, reason why I brought him up, was because he does a video where he finds Crystal Pepsi. Okay. From the nineties. Yeah, it was like from the eighties, nineties, something like that. Yeah. He found someone who had Crystal Pepsi, unopened. Whoa. Was room temperature. Gross. Doesn't have an expiration date on it, though. Ridiculous. So he's like, whatever, I'll buy it. So he bought it with money from, like, crowdfunding. Oh, of course. Gets it sent to it. And there's a whole video where he drinks both the bottles, like, in one setting. And straight up just puked everywhere. Oh, like, after a while. Gross. But that's, like, the thing is, like, you'd be hitting these bottles from who knows when to, like, hit that up. Because one true. of them was, like, the 2000... Like, when Pepsi was trying to be, like, uh, Generation X or something, and they had, like, the different Pepsi right there. Yeah. It's, like, bad shit from, like, that time, too. So wow. it was, like... Still sitting there. around? Yeah. Because it's just in a room. This is maybe a collectible random shit. Yeah. My grandma actually has Coke from, like, the 1970s that she just, like, has, like, stashed away and, like, put up. Like, it's going to be worth millions one day. Watch. Your mom? Your grandma's one of those, huh? Yeah. Everything's going to be worth money one day. Hell Sometime. yeah, right? When Kobe died, she went and bought like every newspaper she could and like a magazine that had to do with the Kobe incident, and she just put it into like a trunk and like just like, one day it's gonna be worth money. Has she tried selling it yet? Nope, she will not try to sell it because it's gonna be worth more money later on. Oh, she man. never sells because it's gonna be worth more money later. Oh, it's not about the now. It's not about the now. This is gonna be good for your kids, Joseph. When you have kids, you can. Grandma ain't having kids. You have a cat. Yeah, what's gonna get? Yeah. It's a start. Yeah. yeah. So what have you been up to, Jeff? Uh, nothing much. The craziest thing was uh, went out for my cousin's birthday uh, last weekend. Uh, did the weirdest bar hop I've ever done before. We went from Anaheim to Huntington Beach. How is that a bar hop? That's a bar leap. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, that crosses county crawl, lines, dude. Like, yeah, what yeah, the fuck, Joe? Well, in my cousin's defense, he also came from Riverside to for his own birthday to Anaheim for the first bar. Wow. Yeah. He's used to driving, I take it. Yeah, oh, the dude works like trade shows. Oh, my God. So to him, it was just like, dude, it's no big deal. But yeah. to the average commuter, that's a big deal. Anaheim yeah. to the Huntington Beach, to the beach? Yeah. Could you see the water where you were at? Where we were, uh, it was too dark to see the water, but we can hear it. It was like, we're literally a block away from the actual beach itself. No, nice. We're at second floor off Main Street. Dude, that's the pier. The pier is down yeah. the street from there. You literally, if you left to the corner, you would see the pier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, like, when I like pulled up, I'm like, I know where I'm at now. I've been here before. <laughs> There's a great sushi spot down there called Sushi on Fire. Ah, it's fire, bro. Like, I understand the name would now. Would you say... It's fire. It's fire. Um, if you go, you just get the refresher roll. Okay. Best refreshing roll you've ever had. They just, that mix of spicy tuna with like some special vinaigrette sauce they use topped with like little slices of lemon or lime. I don't know which one yet. I keep eating it too fast. It's so long. Like my mouth is watering thinking about it. It's so good. Like, ah. Uh, yeah. Do you like sushi? I had it once and I really bad food poisoning. But Did you buy it from the back of a truck? No, no, it was gas at a, station. No, no, it was an actual restaurant, Best but it was an all you can eat buffet sushi place. Jesus, that's the problem. Uh, Wes, this is your boy. What happened, man? Hey, my in my defense, I was told it was all you can eat sushi. My first time going, so I'm like, I'll try it out. 
I was trying to be, you know, just, I wasn't trying to be weird. I'll, I'll try it out. The girl took me there. We found out the place just opened. <laughs> she had never been there before. Oh, and man. the first thing that really caught my eye that should have been a big red flag was they didn't have a buffet stations. They had folding tables out with trays of sushi on it. Joseph. Yeah. You should have walked out. Joseph. How old were you? Uh, as well, we're going to GameStop. Oh, God. He was like in his 20s, dude. Yeah. That's about the right age to make that error. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. You but made yeah. a great sushi experience. Me or Wes or me and Wes, we're going to take you to a good sushi spot. I am down for the sushi on fire. If you want to go back to that bar, bro, I am all for it. Wes has a spot where they know him by name. Almost like Cheers. Okay. Where they know your name. Like, he has a spot. It's true. <laughs> so, Wes's spot or my spot. God damn it. There's Mama's Sushi in Lakewood. Oh, we're in, where the fuck are we? Whittier? I don't think I have many spots in Whittier, We're bro. borderline La Habra. Yeah, but I don't have many spots up here for sushi. Like, you don't come to Whittier or La Habra for sushi. Well, didn't uh, Silver Lake have sushi options too? Where? Silver Lake Ramen? Uh, you don't go there for the sushi, bro. Oh, well, I remember they had the thing where like ramen and sushi together for a combo. Mm, maybe in California rolls, but California rolls are super like basic. Like we don't consider them sushi sushi. Ah. We consider it like um, that's whitewash sushi. Yeah, no whitewash sushi. I would say that's more like uh, the 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 edamame of sushis. Like, okay. It, it's that. Like you can find it anywhere. Nobody can fuck it up. Cause imitation crab. That's it. Like get that yeah. anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like once you start entering the spicy tuna rolls, that's where you start seeing people's sushi skills. There was one spot where I actually wanted to try the sushi just because it looked crazy and really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's over by the Brea Improv. I went there randomly and I got like just ramen. Mm-hmm. Ramen was delicious. It was great. But they also had like sushi. It was like, but it was all like high end sushi. What was the name of the spot? Because um, you went there for ramen, so I'm kind of confused. I believe it was called uh, Cr- uh, Crunch or Chomp, something like that. Me, I'll look it up right now. Oh, it flips in. No, no, no. It was like Brea by the Brea Improv. Yeah, so I, that's not ringing any bells. Like, from all the TikTok and YouTube and Instagram stuff, like, I can't think of anything that says crunch or anything like that. Sushi? Is it on Verge? Oh, sorry, sorry. Chubby Sushi and Ramen. Ah, okay. They have sushi in the name. Yeah. That's good. That's a good start. When they have sushi in the name, that's a good start if you're going to eat some sushi from there. If they don't have sushi in the name and you're going there for sushi, be careful. Like... No, yeah, but like when as we're there, like the sushi itself, like it looked like really good. Where like I'm not like you know I had a bad experience, so for me like sushi kind of like men no matter what. You're right, right. But like it looked delicious. Like I was tempted to try it. Not bad. I like their serving board. It looks very uh, woodsy, and that's a lot. Of, that's sashimi, bro. Like oof, that's good. No, yeah, and I saw them making it too. Cause like from where we were at, we could actually see the like, sushi bar. God damn, Wes, look at this plating. That's pretty That's hard. like a fish head on top of a big old coral looking plate with a bunch of variety. And look, they got some lemon slices in there, bro. They know what they're doing. It's like a Candyland fucking... Dude, that is a Candyland platter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's very nice. I, would, I just want this. I'm just going to be like, look, give me this. That's all I want from here. And then that's like got to be the sample platter of like everything I got to go do. Imagine if they had sake in that little wooden thing. Yeah, that would be as hell. They had all the sake in there, like... Oh, by the way, there's sake in there for yourself. Oh, thank that would have been you. the one. Damn. All right. Chubby oh, sushi will, and ramen. I will warn you this, though. They didn't have a price on their sake, and I ordered a bottle not thinking about it. Oh, no. What? Yeah. I, Joe, I wait. I thought it was I, I ordered thinking, like, sake, like the, the Japanese rice beer. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, like, this was, like, high-end fucking, like, almost, like, vodka. Sake, like, that kind of shit. Uh-oh. And he gave me a bottle, like, about this big, but it was, like, 40 bucks. Uh, wait. It was bomb, but... It literally says in their Instagram, we are doing high quality and aesthetic. That's how they justify the high price. Yeah. Bitches. But the ramen I had, fucking downright delicious. One of the best bowls I've had. Uh, I found their... Hey, they don't, they got some decent pricing. I just found something for like 20 bucks. Pokeball 16. Jesus! You know that thing I showed you that I wanted to get, Wes? We're going to get with Hafters. That thing was like $90. I was like 80 Yeah. We'll go Hafters. Damn. Yeah. I'm yeah. down to try it, but Hafters. And we can go to the improv right after. You and that improv, bro. I swear, you always bring it up like every other week. I like to have a comedy. I want to go. When was the last time you went? For my cousin Manny Parker, not to the improv, but went to another one. <laughs> I brought it up. Yeah, last More. It's true. Podcast. Last podcast yeah. episode. Yeah, so Manny's birthday was first, and then my cousin Jonathan's birthday was right after that. <laughs> so kind of the same crew, but like more of my cousin Jonathan's like, uh, family. Things got a little bit too rowdy at one point. Right. There was uh, his friend choking out some white boy. <laughs> who had a choker on <laughs> <laughs> what he said? He's kind of asking for you. Walking he literally goes. He literally goes. He's wearing a choker. He makes me want to actually just choke him. So he walked up and just put his hand around his throat. Wow. And started talking shit to him and his other friends. Who was also wearing a choker? No, no, no. Damn, that would have been great. But they were wearing matching outfits where they had the um, the Stephen King's movie It. Uh huh. Where they had like the losers, lovers, like thing on there. Okay. That was on the beanies they were both wearing. Wow. They're wearing matching shirts with different colors. Okay. And I, they're wearing, this, like, it's almost the same outfit, just like different color shirt and matching beanie. Must have been a couple. Something, I don't know. But like, they're acting as black as you could because of they're oh, around my no. family. Oh no. And their friends. And I'm like, they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to match energy over here, and it's not going to go well. That's hilarious. Your family had enough energy where people were trying to match your energy. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty cool. And wait, was this happening at the Huntington Beach place? Yeah. At the whitest city they could be at. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, because they're trying to act hood with my cousin's family, Yeah. They, my cousin's family, who some of them are related to gangs, said, where are you from? Oh, no. And they said, Huntington Beach, fool, where are you from? <laughs> I then had three different Mexican dudes like from my <laughs> family throwing up different gang signs uh-huh. and getting these good dudes' faces. I'm like, we're going to get out of here soon. Jeez. <laughs> Thankfully, the last call came pretty quickly, and we all had to leave soon. That makes sense. That's a good call. Uh, great timing. Great timing. Yeah. Apparently, the dude who put his hand around the dude's throat... He went out to go order drinks, and I thought he knocked two dudes out, but apparently someone else he was talking to did it. <gasps> no way. Yeah, but when he came back, I heard him telling the story, and it sounded like he said, I knocked two fools out. I was with my friend who was with me. I'm like, hey, we got to go right now. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Like, you got to roll. Like, well, I'm not about to get kicked out of here and, like, ID'd. We're just going to go. Because I'm not going to try to get on a list. Never want to be on a list. Never want to get 86. Never want to be put on the list. Exactly. Don't want to pour a photo music and they're just not allowed here anymore. <laughs> and you only see it behind the bar. Exactly. <laughs> Dang. Well, that sounds like fun. It was an entertaining time. That's cool. I don't even see that side of the family that often, so it's, it's fun. Sounds like it. Yeah. Nice. Good, good, good. But yeah, I think, uh, Brian, you're the only one who hasn't shared it, but um, yeah, man. in that case, we can go right forward if you haven't nothing to share if you don't want to talk. Um, let's see what happened in two weeks' time. 
Not a damn thing, apparently. No, no, no. I, I'm pretty this sure... That's why, probably. No, dude. Like, I had a three-day outing. I felt like it went by a blur. I forgot what I did. Oh, I went to a show in L.A. at okay. the Hollywood Palladium. Okay. I totally did that. Oh, and I went to the Scum and Villainy Cantina Bar again. Nice. Dude, that shit is always a vibe. Like, no matter how many times I go, one, the bartenders make a big deal. Like, the bartenders, when they're into making their drinks, your drinks? Yeah. Always a good time. I ordered this uh, Indiana Jones drink, and she, like, literally came over, and I was like, hey, are you ready to record? I'm like, oh, you know I like to record my drinks. Okay, hold on. So then I go, and I get my phone. I'm like, okay, now what? And she's like, get ready. They turn down the lights to all orange. She gets my drink, has an orange peel, has a lighter, squeezes the orange peel, and lights it on fire, so I'm having, like, a flame ball over my drink. And I was like, oh, my God. And I have it all on video, so I'll totally show you guys during our, our break. Okay. So I was like, dude, this is so cool. It's like whenever you order the like, the Indiana Jones drink, they do that for you. Then I saw somebody else's drink, and she, she shined a black light on their drink. I'm like, why is she shining a black light on their drink? That seems a little weird. Like, what's on that drink? You know what I mean? And so uh, when she came back, I asked her, I'm like, hey, I saw you flash a black light on somebody else's drink, and he pulled out his phone and took a photo. What was it? And she's like, that's a secret. You have to order it to find out. And I was like, what do I got to order? And so she's like, and she pointed out on the menu, and it was a drink inspired by the Lord of the Rings. So that I was writing on the glass? Yes! No, no, not on the glass. On my phone of the drink. So she gets my, so she, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a martini espresso. Okay. And she puts it under this machine, and it goes up. And I guess it got imprinted, calms back down, brings it over to me. And she's like, are you ready? I was like, oh, my God, I got to do it again. All right, hold up. So I get my phone ready. I start recording. I'm like, okay, now what am I doing? And I'm just waiting. And she turns on her light, shines it at my drink. And on my phone is the ring in Elvish writing in my fucking phone in black light. I was like, who the fuck thought this up? Because this is awesome. Like, I would order another one just for the experience here. Like, that is so cool. I'm going to bring up a spot that we kind of blacklisted. But over at uh, Smoking Fire in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have a thing where they kind of do a similar thing where they print on top of the foam of a drink. Okay. And um, it was a purple drink, and it, it was actually themed after the movie Selena. Okay. Uh, and the printout is literally of uh, Selena with the with the, the, her uh, autograph. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like it prints on top of that layer of foam. Dude, the, I want that machine. That'd be so <laughs> fun to have at home. Like, all right. Lord Brian's drink, entering, Prince, psh, Lord Brian, oh yeah. Then I drank it, you know what I mean? Every drink has my name on it. <laughs> Literally, like, it was really so cool. Someone else gets a drink, it has your name on it? That's my name. <laughs> Does that drink have my name on it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Give it here. Dude, so good. But yeah, no, it was fun. Went there, went to the show at the Palladium, uh, had a great time with some friends, uh, stayed there till they shut it down, met some new friends on the way out. And then we uh, went home for a nightcap, and we ended it. It was a good time. Good time. I mean, if you ever want to, we haven't have an in for an after-party club. Sons of bitches. I knew I forgot to hit somebody up. It was you guys. <laughs> you got the in. That's a low. Oh, man. When is it open? We did this on a Sunday, I think, or a Saturday. Saturday, it's like 10 to 6. Ah. Oh. Damn it. Yep, downtown LA, though. Yeah. And oh, wait, one... downtown LA? We were at the Palladium. That's like, I don't know how far in LA. We were, yeah. we were one street over from the Hollywood Walk of Fame. 
Yeah, no, you're you're up. You just come down a little bit. Ah, okay. You like maybe drive 10, 15 minutes. Okay, yeah, no. What we did is we parked in the Hollywood Palladium and we walked to the Skyman Valley. Okay. So now I learned that hack. Like, if you ever go to a show at the Hollywood Palladium, get there super early, walk your way to the bar, get some drinks and experience, and then come back for your show. Nice. Yeah, I was like, and it's cheaper than at the show because <laughs> the show, show drinks are expensive. So yeah, no, that's why I told you. I knew I did something. That was just a blur, dude. Everything's one by too quick. Dude, not enough sleep to register those memories. You know, everything stayed in the short term that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Good times, though. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, sounds dope. Right? Would yeah. that be... Have you been there? Scamability, no. Have you? No. Both of you motherfuckers. Oh, shit. All right, sorry, guys. I don't like going to L.A. Or I don't Hollywood. like going to L.A. either, but if it's for a specific spot... Like, if I was going to a show, then yeah, like, but... I don't go out that often enough to like warrant actually going. They have trivia night. Yeah, I think you would do decent at trivia night, dude. I would do mediocre. Wes would be okay. He'd be there for a show. He'd be there for the face. Ah. Yes. And to intimidate all the other nerds from answering. He'd flex on them and then they would be like, oh, I forgot my answer. And what, Joe, you take from there? So what you're saying is we go as a three-man team... And we represent the Broken Point of View podcast at the, th- at the trivia night. Yes. And, and if we win... That's our name. That's our name. That's our name in the trivia. They're going to say our name all fucking night. When they ask us, what's your name? Broken Point of View. What? That, that's our name. That's our team name. Broken Point of View. And as the night goes on, all right, a Broken Point of View. Oh, dude, that's the publicity we need. There you go. Fucking you drive, I'll buy the first round. Motherfucker, you're going to make me drive it. Why do, why do all my friends make me drive? Because I, I hate driving to L.A. I just hate it in general. Nice. Do you like driving to L.A.? I don't mind. I just well, hate it. Okay. You just what? Let's get used to it. Oh, okay. He also has a big-ass truck that uses more gas than us. Oh, that's why we don't want him driving. Yeah, car. like, if we were to go to Orange County, I had no problem driving that. Right. I just hate that drive to L.A., Hollywood area. Like, it just, it sucks no matter what. <sighs> yeah, there's no going around it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. I know, it's just, I'm always angry driving over there. Now people drive stupid in front of me. I'm like, dude, I drive for a living. And you want to drive like an idiot? Like, you're going to piss me off. Yeah. Uh, even when it started raining, like drizzling a little, people immediately started driving dumb. Piss me off. Yeah, no. I just, no matter what. Like, if you're in that area, it's just it's fucked. Cool. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I went off tangent. I, got, I had to get that out of my system, man. I had a vent. No, anyway, it's all good. But back to our show. What are we talking about again? Uh, <laughs> first topic, <laughs> Divinity from Sumerian Records. Or just a Marion. Okay. Yeah. I believe that is the one I did not watch, guys. My bad. It's all good. I was distracted. <sighs> Halo came out with a new episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, surprisingly, this film is only like an hour and... 30 minutes? Like a little less than that. Yeah, it's kind of short. It's, it's a like, short film. It's like an hour and 27, I think. All right. Hour 27, you said. That's what it says, but it's very short. Yeah, and it like I said, it's, it reminded me of like one of like college art films that you see. Is it black and white? Is it black and white? Yeah, the whole thing shot in black and white. Get out of here! Yeah, no. Yeah, is it shot in black and white? It looks like something from like nineteen eighties almost. It kind of you know what it reminded me of the first when I first started watching it. Huh. That movie we watched, uh, the book and movie we watched in like high school, junior high, The Giver. Oh really? Yeah, it gave me that kind of vibe where the, all the black and white stuff was happening. The original movie. Yeah. Okay. It gave me that kind of vibe too. Okay. But it was just, you know, a little bit more hardcore and rocky. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty out there. Like, it's it's a very, um, 
What's the word? It's like a lustful ass film. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like a. I don't know if you've ever seen those old school, like, I guess it would be considered anime for America, like American anime, but it was a um, animation film called Heavy Metal. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that old shit. Like fucking, it came out in the eighties or nineties, but like fucking. You may Sammy not have seen Hagar. the movie, but you for sure seen the poster for it. Oh, is that the one at the video store that I always looked at? It's like some chick who's just all crazy. Yeah, it looked like He Man on it. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. Ah, I, I, yeah, I remember seeing that at the video store all the time. It's pretty much like a heavy metal, but like in real life, like. Okay. Yeah, and a little bit more dystopian looking. Yeah, because if you watch that shit, it's very much the same vibes. There's a lot of nudity, there's random shit going on. In this film? Yeah. Yeah. In black and white. Yeah. Black and white, though, yeah. But I felt like what it was was that they didn't have a bajillion dollars to make the film because it does seem like it's pretty low budget. Well, it's definitely very low budget. You can tell like the whole movie is taking place in like four different locations to be shot at. Yeah. And it seemed like they just rearranged certain things to make it look like more. Yeah, and then the fact that you're shooting in black and white, like, you could black out a room, put, like, a spotlight somewhere, and it looks like a totally different set, low-key. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. there's a lot of parts, too, where, like, it's, I'll be watching it, and there's certain points where I'm like, I cannot make half of this fucking scene out because it is so dark in this, like, left half of this fucking frame. It's just grainy as fuck. Yeah. And... Like, they make it look old on purpose. Like, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. But there is this, like, that weird, uh... I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's like you get introduced to like the main character, and then it's like right away, it's like some random ass like sex scene for like no reason. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. And then like there's a lot of symbolism too to it, because that's the one thing I could tell you from watching this film is that the first time I came through this thing, I was like, what am I watching? What, what were you guys watching? Art. You know what I'm saying? Like I was kind of like, what's, what's going on right now? It kind of like made me question stuff, because... It's like, you know, you're you're just seeing the character, you're kind of getting the gist of what he's doing, like a commercial shows, and then it explains kind of like his creation, and then just some random fool shows up and takes him prisoner and starts giving him his own shit, like a Mr. Jekyll or, or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind yeah. of thing, where it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to take my own shit, and oh, it made me transform into something like it's almost like he's making it so these fools pop up and just go, take your own shit then. And they force him to take it. It's just like a bunch of it all the time. So like the vial he had it. was like the concentrated version of it. He's like, that's too much. If I take that, I'll die. That's supposed to be watered down. That's supposed to be able to make like a hundred different like of units of it. Uh-huh. And like he literally like tells them like, and they're like, well, good luck. And they yeah. just shoot him up with it. Damn. So I looked up the budget. Though, since you guys watched the film, uh-huh. how much did you say they spent on their budget? I have the answers. It's amazing. I'm going to say 8 mil. 8 mil, you said they had to spend? Yeah. All right. Wes? Um, I'm going to say maybe like two. Fuck. You want to hear something funny? So, Joe, you guessed 8 million? Yeah. That's how much they got to spend on production. 8 million was their budget. Wes, the 2 million is what they paid the cast. So oh, in wow. total, ten million was their budget for this film. Huh. Uh, they haven't judged whether or not it's a hit or a flop. Yeah. So uh, again, well, like I said, it's like something like an art film. Like I didn't see it really go anywhere. I didn't, didn't go to theaters. It's not any streaming sites that you can really find. You had to like rent it to watch it. Yeah, like it was on Amazon Prime, to rent or buy, 
And then it was on YouTube, Rent or Buy, and that's it. Damn. Yeah. But you want to know something crazy? What? They had a really good cast. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Who? Main character, Stephen Dorff. Dorf. I gotta see his face. Uh, so remember the first Blade movie, uh, Deacon Frost? Yes. Him. Shit, okay. He's the main character. Uh, Jason Ganau, he uh, was on the Netflix show On My Block. Okay, that, that was a big show. Yeah, he played Ruby, um, pretty much the short guy of the whole group. Okay. He was your main dude in this movie. Okay. And then like, there's a couple other people. One of the ones that made me laugh when I saw him come up, uh, I didn't know his name, but I just looked up right now. Mike O'Hearn. Mike O'Hearn. Yeah, hell yeah. Wasn't he saying the memes of this dude where he's just like that muscular dude with his big-ass jaw? So it's always got some, like, stupid-ass joke. It's like oh. me looking at my friend when the teacher says, like, her son got hit by a car, and he's, like, laughing. Dude. Yeah. He, you know things. what he looks like? I'm looking at him on IMDb. Yeah. He looks like the the final version of the new, the, the new guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is, like, all jacked up, like, oh, super okay. picked up. That's what this dude reminds me of looking at him. Catchphrase here! Yes! Hell yeah, dude. Wow. All don't right. hurt me, dude. Lady, yeah. don't hurt me. Oh, also Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne's in it. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying there's a lot of... There's good. There's some good talent, and they there's only paid them stuff. up to two million yeah. overall. Because it's like a really short film, and I think a lot of them got away with not really having to act. Steven Dorff's really in the shit, like, 80% of the time, I think. He's the most... You see him and the dude, uh, Jason uh, Ganoy, uh-huh. you see th- those two the most. Yeah. Because, like, Jason Ganoy's your main character who's, like, tr- like who breaks in and steals the, the, the contents of that vial and, like, injects the guy who makes it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this content is, like, was actually supposed to keep them from aging, right? Yeah, it's an anti-aging formula. But if you take it, the thing was is that you would take it, but it deteriorates your mind. So you would technically live forever, but your mind would still decrease every time you're using it. Sounds like every drug in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Just you wouldn't age. Is that a good trade-off, guys? What would you do? If somebody offered you that so you drug right, right now, now in your life, and you were never going to age, Our age for the rest of our lives, but our brain deteriorates. What do you do? I'm not doing too good at the age I'm at now, so I'll let myself go a little bit longer and then, you know... See what happens later on. So take it later. Yeah, maybe, maybe right. when I hit like 40, 45. 40, 45. Wes? Hope I hit like a good stride at one point in that time frame. Yeah, <laughs> so plateau. You know what? I still get gains, bro. So, you know, I'll take it right now for you. <laughs> Did you say I still get gains? No, I still get I still get gains right now. Oh, so, okay. yeah, we're good, dude. You know, I haven't hit the flop yet. So, I'm good. All right, you know? you do it. I would totally take that shit right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's drop it. Let's go. All right, all right. The only part about that movie that was kind of weird is there was like a lot of weird, awkward shit. What do you mean? Because there's a scene where, like, because it, it's actually, like, a a very small dialogue kind of film. Like, there's not a lot of dialogue. It's more of, like, you're watching a scene, and it's, like, showing you something, and it kind of, like, looks outside, and then it shows the room, and then, like, Joe's the character, and it just starts showing Joe like this. And Joe's just, like, tied up to a chair, just, like, breathing, and then, like, the lights kind of look weird, and then so nothing... Yeah, basically. Oh, shit, okay. So it's just shit like that, where they're walking in, and then the guy will just come in and look at him, stare at him, and then he'll, like, walk away out the room, and then it'll show them, like, watch TV, and they're like, <laughs> So it was just weird shit, but, like, when they first show Michael Hearn, there's a dude who's like, this is my strongest one. Do you want to try it? And he goes, fuck it. And it just shows him sitting there, 
he drops the divinity and shit. He's like, all right. And then he was like, yeah, that was like 200% right there. And he's like, it's all good. And then all of a sudden he goes into this pool that's like probably like a foot deep. And he's just laying there. And another muscle-bound dude, like, I'm going to get up. And another muscle-bound dude just kind of stands there and is, like, looking over him. Walks away and then just begins pouring water on him. And I'm that's the scene. Like, there's no words. Nothing. It's just literally, like, that last guy just going, that was 200%. And the scene takes, like, about three to four minutes long yeah. to do. Really? Yeah, hell yeah. And it's literally, like, you're watching him just lay there like this. And the other dude's just dripping water on him and he's just staring off. So, Are like, you serious? Yeah. Like your main character, I said, Jason uh, Ganoy. Yeah, he's in there in this movie like majority of the time. Like he's your the main follow for the movie. He maybe has like eight lines about the whole thing. Right. Wow. Yeah. So that's where it's like the imagery of what they're shooting and showing you. It's almost like you have to watch this thing and then watch it again, huh. like knowing where it's going because there's no real explanation of why they show up or what they're doing or why any of what's going on goes on. Is Divinity the drug then? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the film is based on a drug. Right. Yeah, the drug that like allows you to not age, but to change your mind rapidly. So everybody that's taking this drug knows that. It's like one of the effects, but yeah, and then like, I think Stephen Dwarf is like the representative, so you, you see him in commercials. Well, his dad is actually the one who makes it, and then he just takes it and makes it like this multi-million dollar company, like a Pfizer thing. Like, yeah. oh okay. yeah, your dad came up with the boner pill, but you're selling it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And that's what it is, and he's a scientist, too. And, yeah, it's just... It, it gets, like, wild. It gets weird. There's, like, some crazy-ass fight scenes at the end. Oh, cool, there's fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last, like, 15 minutes, maybe? Yeah. And even that's very weird, because it's almost like... I don't know how to explain it. It's like, they turn him into something, he turns into this big-ass fucking thing, they start fighting, and then once they go down and start fighting, it turns into claymation and, like, stop motion and shit. Are you scared? Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm for real. Like, it turns into, like, a fucking weird black and white claymation fight. I legit, like, was watching it, and I'm like, did I miss anything? And I went back, to, and it just, it literally is, like, a very, like, obvious cut Yeah. from live action to claymation. And then it would be, like, as if, okay, like, say you and I were fighting. Yeah. And then you hit me, and I go, boom! And then I hit down. Yeah. I'm real. Okay. Then they go back into the fight. Claymation. Shut up. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. So they had to do it for CGI cost. Yeah. Cost cut. Yeah, hell yeah. They could. They probably couldn't afford to get like a stunt team to do the fight choreography and all that stuff. Yeah. Or they didn't have time to do it, so they did the CGI claymation thing. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. And then it like has this weird, like, I don't know. what Do you want to say they're like spirits? Because he like kills them. I, or something and then it's like this it's like he's so advanced or whatever because he took this shit and he's like fucking just mutated and it's like he sees these ghost figures almost like he sees like the spirit of the people he fucking murked out and he's like trying to like reach that level almost I was trying to, to I, I couldn't tell at first I was like, like I want to know is he hallucinating right now or is he actually seeing these because they, right. they, like, they don't explain anything nothing they leave it for a lot for you to like Give your own kind of like take your own spin on it. You mean interpret? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, this is like an art film. There's very little dialogue. It's a lot more of like you're trying to frame the scene and see if you can give a tone and give a actual like story to it without having a lot of dialogue to give to move the story forward. Yeah. And it's an art film in the way of like they do different medias. Yeah. Like a white film, they do a lot of imagery stuff, and then they do claymation. Yeah. 
it is very fo- straight up an art film that you would do in college, but instead of being like a 30 minute art film you're doing, it's an hour and a half long. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now it makes sense about the, the runtime. Not enough to elaborate on because you're interpreting everything as you interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. It's You can't really draw something like that out without dialogue. Like, every superhero movie, detective movie, anything, you need the dialogue to draw out the story. Over here, they're like condensing it because they're not even kind of telling you a full story. Like, you're kind of making it up in your head as you watch. Yeah. For the first time. Second time you watch it, according to Wes, you'll probably come in already with the head of, okay, this is how this is going. Maybe this is what that meant. Or this is how it led to that type of situation. A little bit more like that. Like, you can actually, like, once you see the full scope of everything, you can kind of, like, okay, so they're doing this. That means that this leads to this thing here. And you kind of, like, piece things together for the long run. Yeah. And it gives you a more coherent story as you watch it the second time. And it does require at least two or three watchings. Yeah, know? pretty much. It's Damn. some work, dude. It's some work. It's some work to try to... Because I swear, I was watching it, and I got to a point where I got stuck just looking at it because it was just frame after frame of different shit and, like, bizarre shit and just a weird camera angle here, and then it was right, and then it was, like, this weird, like... You're focusing over there, but, like, right here is blurry as fuck. So it's like you're not really seeing the full picture, but you're looking, like, down the hallway. Wow. Like, the yeah. blur is supposed to keep... like In most movies, the blur is like, don't look here, you want you to look where we're focusing at. Right, right. But in this kind of situation, it's like the blur is like, it, it draws your eye because you're like, what's going on over here? Like, they're doing it for a reason. Like, the way the movie's set up is like, there's a specific reason why they have this blur here in this random corner. And not the whole fucking room, it's just this one random-ass corner. Yeah. Wow. So it's a very much like, it's a art film that's supposed to like, fuck with your mind a bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, it and we're not even telling you like what the real ending is because when you get to the ending, it's kind of like um, what's that fucking movie that I want to say? It like I know it's horrible to say that, but um, Lords of Salem. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen Lords of Salem, and then you get to the end of it, you look at it and you go, "What the fuck?" Like, huh? Okay. And then like it took me to where I watched it like a third time. <laughs> and then Lords of Salem made a shitload of sense as to what I was seeing and why I was seeing it. And then I was kind of like, oh, damn. Like, now I understand. Like, she gives birth to the Antichrist. And she's oh actually she's actually the person that they've prophesied coming and going. And the witches of Salem never truly left. They've just been waiting for her arrival. Oh, like, it was like one of those you, things. Okay, you can have more aha moments yeah, the second time around. Exactly. And that's where I feel like this film, if you see this shit, and you see the end, you're going to be like, huh? What the fuck? It over. And then you'll watch it again, and it's probably going to make some sense. Yeah, because the ending comes very abrupt. Yeah, it's fucking weird. You're like, <laughs> you're like I thought I would have like 10 more minutes of this. Like, to at least yeah. give me a fucking ending. Like, it just, the way it ends is like, what the fuck happened? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, it is a trip to watch, and like, I can say this right now, I know for a fact it's not for everybody, mm. but if you're those kind of people who like to fucking use your head, and like, you really want to like, sit there and decipher, like, fucking film, this is a great movie for that kind of thing. Right. Like, if you're like, like a film student, okay. watch this kind of thing. Like, okay. this is like, right up your alley kind of thing to watch, because like, you're like, holy shit, they're really fucking, like, trying shit here. Okay. That's the thing is like I can tell you it's weird. It's super compact. It's like a fucking compressed ass like 
art project, like Joe's saying. And it's just... It's just so much that it's almost like your mind can't wrap you around it because yeah. it's just too much. Hmm. One of the questions I had too was like the two like dudes like it's the Jason Ganell kid yeah. and then the other guy uh, Moise who doesn't speak at all pretty much for the whole movie. Right. They have matching tattoos where their whole arm and hands are blacked out from like fingertips to like elbow on both arms, and they both have like the matching similar tattoos, and it goes up into like some weird ass like. Geometric pattern, shit like that. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm watching, like, that has to fucking mean something. Like, what, like, for them both to have it, like, it has to be something to do with, like, a cult or with a fucking, like, a yeah. resistance kind of thing. Like, maybe we're kind of overthrow. Like, that's why I kept kind of going with, like, I think they're part of, like, a thing that's trying to overthrow the divinity thing. Okay. Like, people should die. Is yeah. what they're believing. Like, so, like, I think that's what they are. Right. And that's where my mind went with it. Okay. But, like, you can also take it another way where it's, like, it's just, they're not even about it. There's, like, no one died. There's no real like repercussions in the world. Let's just kill, kill somebody, right? Because it doesn't make any sense as to why they pop up. Like they just he, they just show up. Yeah, it would just be like some dudes knocking on your house, and they're like, "Hey, Brian, what's up? What's up? Kidnap? What the shit? For no reason? Yeah. There's no link to them. There's no reason why they don't give you an explanation. They just as he was beating cheeks in the middle of it all. Yep. Fucking last. That's all it was. He was just beating cheeks and then they opened the door on him like, what? Bam. Oh, wait, that happened in the film? Yeah. yeah. No, so he was bu- busy getting busy and the day they kidnapped him? They go to the door, they knock, no answers, they go into the house. Whoa. They go into his lab where he's just going off. Yeah. yeah. And mind you, it's literally like a, maybe a five minute, six minute scene <laughs> where we go back and forth between them going into the house yeah. Finding him and him like just having sex. Yeah, oh, I'm dead. It's straight beat. Like it's not even like I'm playing. Like it's like oh, some beat no. going on. It's like, dude. Like <laughs> oh no. It is like prime Cinemax. Like back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> straight Cinemax. And then when it shows like the infomercial, it's pretty much like a fucking Cinemax thing too, oh, dude. No. Straight up. Shit. Because I gotta give them credit though, and all the packing and compressing that they did to do this movie and make it happen I will say that the way that they hired someone to do that trailer whoever edited that shit made it seem like this was this giant galactic universe story and you were about to go on some fucking trip like Dune and you literally go to like a nigga's house and that's (laughs) it like you know ain't much to it it's like his house his brother's house his brother driving to him and then a weird rave party's gonna start happening like that's about the events that are going on with a dude tied up in a back room. Like, it's wild. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. all the while you're like, I want to see the Star Trek shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes you think. Like, yeah. you're going that way. Okay. So let's rate that thing, then. I'm down. All right. Brian, since you didn't see it, let's get, would you watch this? And if you are, what do you think you're going to give it going in? Okay, you guys already set the precedent of, I'm going to have to watch it twice, okay? Right. Um... That's not a good sign for me because I'll multitask. Right. And if there's not a lot of dialogue, you kind of lose me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to have to give it like a four. Like I'm hey, giving it a four. Right for you. Um, just because I need the action. I need words. Like, yeah. Even when I'm like, I, and I tested this out one time. I literally muted my TV one time just to read subtitles and to see if that was enough. It's not. I need to hear it. Like I can't just read words yeah. I need to hear them being said like that. that so it gets my attention unfortunately right so yeah no, I'm giving that shit a four okay. um, 
this whole Cinemax thing that kind of sparked my interest. I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I remember that. Like, all yeah. right. And then, you know. Brian's going to go download it real quick. You're like, I got about five, six minutes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know minus the like, cutting back and forth. Yeah, um, we'll edit that out. He's like, I got a program. Out, well, there's like two scenes like that. <laughs> I could, I could edit. I could splice that together. It sounds like, <laughs> um, and the whole claymation sounds odd as hell. So I'm like, oh, I'm not. I don't have high hopes for for the quality production yeah. of this film. True. So okay. okay. So I, I'm gonna go in with a four mentality based on what you guys told me. So how'd you guys really feel? Well, so I'm gonna, I want to get. I'm gonna say like you're not gonna watch it then. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'll go next since Wes is the one who brought it to us. I'll let him go last. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. He is the one that brought it to I have uh, two different scores for this one. What? Yeah, because I want to kind of go off... I want to go off of what you normally do but in terms of, like, if I can recommend this to somebody. Okay. Because I cannot recommend this to a lot of people. I know a lot of people will not be able to sit down and watch this. So because of that, I'm going to give it, like, a five. But for me personally, like, how I enjoyed it, I'm going to go, like, eight and a half. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, Don't open that box. Don't open that box. What? Yeah, eight and a half. I enjoyed the movie. I was like, I actually watched it twice. Uh, I legit like enjoy these kind of movies where it's like you have to sit there and think. You have to piece things together. It's a giant puzzle at the most part, and it was done very well. Even with the claymation part you brought up. Yeah. Again, I look at it as an art film. I don't look at it as like a film that's gonna be fucking going to fucking win the Golden Globes and Oscars and shit like that. No, that's not gonna happen. This yeah. is our film. This is gonna be one that you go to Sundance with, and use this to sell your next film. It's gonna be an actual like theater piece going. Interesting. Like this shows like what you're able to do. Okay. This shows like how well your writing is, how well your directing is, and how well your ed- uh, your editing is. Okay. And I feel like this movie done a very good job when it came to writing. Okay. Because they set a tone, they gave you multiple story points that lead you to multiple conclusions if you view it and don't. And like piece things together yourself, you can go different ways with it. Okay. So it makes you, it's a film that makes you think. Okay. They give you different art styles, which is the actual black and white film, the actual fucking claymation part of it all. So weird. And they blend them together to make it like an actual like, it to me is funny and it's a little tongue in cheek. It's like we're broke, we can't afford to fucking do an actual fight scene, so here you go. Yeah. And they're able to pull it off with a decent cast that's like not A rank people. But B-rank actors who are very well known. Okay. So I'm like eight and a half for like my personal view, but I know for a fact if I was going to recommend to people out there, it's going to be a hard watch for a lot of people. Sounds like not our podcast listener types. There might be a few people out there who are like, I'm down for this kind of shit. Like I'm yeah. down to like for the mental like, the mental capacity of like wanting to like dissect this off film. Yeah. Okay. But listen, there are people out there that like that. Like that's how my brain works. There's got to be at least one other person out there who's, like, broken like me. And if you are that person, Joe's Instagram handle is not. <laughs> 30 guys in Fedora starting to Instagram me. Hey, bro. He's specifying gender. Hey, brother. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you like your, your mind stimulated. All right. Well. All right. Wow. <laughs> that Wi-Fi hit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Wes. But no, like, like he's saying too, though, like to his point with that part of it is that when you want some sort of mental stimulation, it's cool. Okay. Like that's why I really like the movie Seven a lot because it's not really about all the brutal shit that's going on. It's like if you actually watch Seven, 
you see like when you first meet Brad Pitt, if you really pay attention to this film, the picture's like super clear, it's like sunny, it's all happy, blah. And he's all, because in his mood, he's all stoked to be a new cop, first day, gonna go out with a veteran, and he's like, I just moved here to New York City, let's do this shit. Does it, and then as the film progresses and you're going into this fucking downward spiral of bullshit between his own life at home, moving, this murderer, and all these murders, and then trying to figure out why the fuck this dude's doing it. Every day as he's getting punished, dude, do all this shit, the film gets darker and darker and grayer and fucked up. So it adds all these layers to it where you're literally seeing his emotion being conveyed through his point of view because it's like him going through this shit, but it's just that little subtle detail of paying attention to what the cameras are doing and stuff like that. And that's where it's pretty sick. But yeah, there's a lot of people who just want to go to the movie and go, fucking punch a fucking tank Vin Diesel fuck yeah we got, we got 10 fucking Fast and the Furious to for family <laughs> yeah it's for the family bro if you missed that his storyline I don't know what to tell you I could've just watched Encanto to know that family was important bro god Encanto <laughs> you know what's right what like maybe a year and a half ago from, like, if we're doing the same kind of thing right now he would never brought that up Oh, it's only because of like his lifestyle now. Yeah, hey man, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, like, he's, he's drawn for something. He went from Vin Diesel family to Encanto family. Yeah, family, family. Hey, family magic, family magic, But you know, that's how it is. Just to prove the point, you got ten Fast and Furious movies, but only one Encanto. One Encanto needed, dog. That's yeah, it. That's you know. Up. But, uh, no, I mean, I'm actually with him, like, where it's, like, you almost have to do the split, but I won't split it, because it's, like, you know, I like all the weird sci-fi shit. Like, I'm actually really into a lot of sci-fi stuff. Like, a lot of people hate the movie Prometheus. Hmm. And that's, like, one of the first, like, it's supposed to be a prequel for Alien. Oh, shit. Without it being said. Yeah. Oh, almost like the Cloverfield movies. Yeah, yeah, like how it was like that 36 yeah, Cloverfield yeah. Lane or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you like those types too? Yeah, oh, those okay. are pretty cool. So I like all the like sci-fi stuff and I like a lot of that stuff, but I like Blade Runner. And a lot of people are like, yo, Blade Runner's boring. And I'm like, it's a neo-noir film. Like, it's supposed to be a certain way. It's, yeah, like, it's very yeah. much a tone. Yeah, hell yeah. Wait, is that the one with Ryan Gosling? The, That's the, the newer one. one. The okay. first one had, had Harrison Ford. Yeah, but okay. it, he's in it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that, see, part two of that was actually pretty sick. And what I told Joe was I watched that movie and I liked it so much that I literally told him I went on Twitter, found Ridley Scott, and was like, yo, if you actually want to do like a part three, I have an idea for where you could go hit me up. You did not. I legit wrote a tweet like that. No, you I didn't. I do not care. Like, I am that guy. Dude. Fucking guy. Yeah, so like, that's what it is. I like a lot of like the. To delving deep into movies and being weird and what's the term shooter shoot? <laughs> hey, yeah, dude. shooter shoot. You miss a hundred shots that you don't take. Really, Scott? One day I'm gonna hit Percent you guys up and go like. 
Thank you. Jesus. I was like, I'm going to say it wrong. I'm looking at you, Joe. And then this fool's going to pop up. Hey, dog. Uh, you want to see Hook? Yeah, yeah, Ridley Scott, dog. What? No. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? We're going to do that third movie now, dog. It's that time. But it's yeah. been 27 years. No shit. Right. It's been, it's been too long. This is actually the AI of Ridley Scott. <laughs> Fuck. He's gone, but you know, you got a great idea. Let's go where you're going. What are you thinking? Anyhow, um, yeah, with this movie, the way I'll rate it is like a first impression shit. I will give it the five. Okay. And it's literally because it's like, I did try it to be like, hey, Kelsey, let's watch this. I know that not go well. And I showed her the trailer, and she was like, what the fuck are you trying to show me? Because I showed her the Red Band trailer. I didn't show her, like... The green screen? Yeah, the regular one. I showed her, like, the legit, like, Red Band. Because a lot of times, like, that's what she likes me to show her, is that kind of shit. And, like, you know, oh, dude, I'll send her some fucking horror movie, and she's like, that looks badass, let's fucking do it. Where's it at? Let's watch it. Like, fuck it. And yeah, when she saw that one, she was like, this is some weird fucking shit. What the fuck? And I was like, all right. So then I just watched it on a Sunday in here, you know, because I knew I was like, fuck it, I want to watch it. And then, yeah, so, but the way I could say is that through the test, like Joe said, not a lot of people would be interested in this shit. Just the way that it's being shown to you. It's almost like a movie where it's almost like, check this out. And I just leave you alone. If you like it, you like it, cool. If you don't like it, hit just me back with it. Just slide me a film and walk away. Yeah, you know. It's kind of like one of those things. Here, man, if you're bored, check this out. Bam. All right. That's all you can really do with it. Because it's like, I can't explain it to you. Because it's so open to interpretation. Right. Like, it's its own thing. We sat here for about 30 minutes now trying to explain the movie. And we literally explained the cinematography for it only because yeah. there's not much else to go off of. And it's about a drug and beating cheeks and getting kidnapped and claymation. Exactly. And that's not even like what the movie's about. Bullshit. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happens to be in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you watch it and then when you do, if you do watch it ever, it's like, what the fuck am I watching? This is kind of random. Okay. And so it's like that, but there is a lot to take in. There's a lot of breakdown and like, you know, for watching movies that, like I said, like I'll watch a sci-fi, I'll watch like some deep shit. I'll watch it again just because it's like, what's an hour and 27 minutes of my time? Like if I'm playing a fucking game or something or I'm cleaning or something or, or oh, I'm shredding mail. So I'm just sitting here and fucking just looking at a TV like whatever. <laughs> so it's pretty sick. All right. Um... But yeah, I did. It surprised me that Sumerian put that out because Joe was saying it was Paradise City and American Satan. American Satan that they put out. Those were two shows that they had. Uh, American Satan was the movie that led to the show Paradise City. Okay, so it was a show and then that. So they had that stuff first, and then yeah, Sumerian Records is just all about doing all the death metal, new metal, fucking uh, what's that shit, gent. There's a bunch of gent all over the fucking place there. After the burial, the faceless is signed on there. Uh, there's a ton bad of omens. Them. Bad omens is on there. They just uh, Black Veil Brides is part of them now. Yeah, so they've just been something. Asking <laughs> Alexandra, Alexander. Yeah, you're right. Asking yeah. Alexandra, Icy Stars, yeah. fucking Born of Osiris. Wow. Veil of Maya. Like they have a bunch of like they have they have the middle genre from different ranges all on this one like label. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty huge. Like, it, it, they're pretty much like the current day Roadrunner almost. Because Roadrunner back in the day had all the big name bands, and like yeah. now they're kind of like that label. 
Right. And it's like Periphery, I think, is on there. I think Animals as Leaders is on there now, too. Oh, shit. I didn't know they are on there. Yeah, I think they're on there now because they were prosthetic, and I think they're there now. Yeah. So, Chon. That was another one, too. That They're kind of like Polyphia. Oh, cool. But Polyphia is like its own thing. But Yeah, yeah so it was pretty cool to see that they did that. And then I they actually had uh, Perturbator, who's like a fucking synth dude to listen to, Dark Wave and stuff. Okay. He actually did a song. Like, they sent him the film, and then he did a... A song based on the film, like in his own thing, like okay, I'm gonna do a thing. So that was another way that they did promotion. So I was like, yeah, I want to watch this shit. Besides, like Michael Hearn being in it, <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of sick. So I was like, I'm support for the Michael Hearn too. This guy. He just got big, dude. Like Don Swolio called me about it. You're so I was sick. just like, bro. Like I saw him at the gym. You know, he called me over. Is what I meant to say. He just called me over. And he's like, hey, dude, I just got finished watching fucking Divinity. Michael Hearn's in there, dude. Super natty, check it out. <laughs> Even when he took the divinity, it didn't hit him up, dude. It was just water. It was just water. I was like, all right, all right. So he told me to watch it there. So that that was part of the influence on it. So this is Don Solo endorsed. Yeah, he was endorsing it, dude. <laughs> and then you had a perturbator song coming on, dude. I had to, I had to pop in. I was like, you know what? You're hitting me at two levels here. Did Don Solo give it ten units? Ten units, yeah. He gave it ten units for him. He said all Michael Hearn shit was like a twenty out of ten. Just Michael Hearn alone. He said that the bodybuilding aesthetic of the scene of him laying in the water with the dude in there, he said that was probably the most beautiful cinematography he's ever seen. Flex without flexing. Yeah. He said the fact that you could see a dude's pump on that shitty of a fucking shot camera. Exquisite. Immaculate. The games come through. <laughs> yeah, dude. He said that outshined all the action. He said that was... He just had to turn it off after that. Didn't have to finish watching the film. Go straight to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> it, it fucking... Inspired him. Yeah, it inspired him to hit the gym extra hard. Dude, he did a two-dayer that day. He hit, hit it two days. He did a whole week where he went two times. Once in the morning, once at night. He said, fuck this shit, we went hell week, high school days. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so stupid. He said, Arnold split, who this? <laughs> that's what he did, so. That's how it went with it, bro. Wow. It's flexed out. It's wow. too bad, dude. So, you know, if anybody needed help, you got Don Swolio on there, you got me, <laughs> and you got Joe backing it up, so come on. Fuck. He's like, I'm gonna, like, all Brian's gonna do is hit us up in the group chat and be like, I saw the scene you're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, it sounds like that would say. Yeah. I skipped the beating cheeks and went straight to Michael Hearn. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to the gym. <laughs> I'm gonna stop the movie now. Go to the gym. What the fuck? <laughs> The only other thing I could really say about the film, too, that I could equate it to, like, in the same way that I watched it, just so I can get off the last thing, you know, is um, I kind of equate it to watching uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall for the first time. Yes. Because it was very much like, you know, I'm watching this shit unfold. It's not really telling me shit, but you have all the songs of The Wall going through, and it's, like, leading you through it, and, like, basically the song is, like, your dialogue for this film. And it makes you, like, go, okay, so that's what's going on. Okay, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And it was kind of just, like, that. But it was just a very weird kind of, like, watch where I was like, what the fuck happened? And that's how it left me the same way here. And then now, if I watch Pink Floyd again, I'm just like, oh, yeah, fuck, I know. I know, cool. Or, like, it's, like, one of those things where I could listen to that album 
and I see the movie in my head. Uh, yeah, I love when that yeah. happens. I love when that happens. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, I haven't fucking seen the wall and fucking, like, things since you lived over in Norwalk. Yeah, you bought it. Just yeah. Like, we bought that of Hannibal Holocaust on the same day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, that was a watch. Fuck. <laughs> Oof. Hannibal Holocaust. Hannibal Holocaust is fucking... That's some shit. We'll talk. We can talk about that one. That'll be the Halloween throwback movie. Yeah, that could be another time. You'll be like, "What in the hell?" Dude? We could probably do a whole episode on that one movie. Uh, that movie changed laws. Really? Yeah. They set laws based on that movie. Uh-huh. When did it come out? Nineteen seventy-eight. Some bitch, you knew that way too fast. Yeah, it's a. It's an old school film. Interesting, dude. Yeah. I think I spent what like thirty, forty bucks on that shit. Just I think thirty-five. It. Yeah. Do you still have it? Mm. Someone stole it. I had a house party and someone stole it. Yeah, and they're fucking hard to find, but it's a dope ass movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, um. You ever watched the Eli Roth movie, Green Inferno? Mmm. I'm bad with names. A uh, bunch of people go into the middle of the Amazon, they find a cannibal tribe, they get captured by them, and they get, like, tortured. And oh, I hate that movie, yeah. This is the movie that inspired that movie. Oh, shit. And this movie was also what inspired Blair Witch. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They, real quick tangent, I'll, I'll get over this real quick. But the director went to uh, court after the movie came out because he made the all the actors sign NDAs and also signed an agreement and a contract saying they would not show their faces for one year after the movie comes out. One year after the movie came out. They can't yeah. show their faces at all. So people thought they actually died. He was actually going to court for murder charges thinking that he filmed them being killed and tortured. Huh. So, like, as he's in court, the year thing comes up that all the actors come into the court and they show their face. Hey, we're not dead. We're here. But it's also a movie that put in the animal rights laws into movies. Right. Because oh, they kill shit. animals on film. Yeah, it's no. like horrible. You see them, like, kill a pig. They literally can't, if you get a piglet, they stick it and kill it and bleed it out. Mm. They do it on film. There was a small monkey they cut the head off of. But then there was like an interview where, like, yeah, we did it the first time, but the camera wasn't in the right angle. So we had to do it again, so we had to catch another monkey and cut the head off that one. Yeah. And then there was this giant-ass turtle, probably about the size of this fucking table right here. Yeah, dude. They captured that, and they cracked the shell open from the side, and they split it open while it's still alive. And you see all the organs. Yeah, you see it, like, pumping and throbbing and shit. Why? Because they they're like... in the Amazon, like, we have to eat, so we need to catch food. Yeah. And they filmed it, and they put it in the movie. And then there was a snake that they chopped the head off, too. That's right, too. Yeah. But because of this, now movies have, like, no animal harm during the making of this movie. Yep. They made laws of it because of this movie. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, because they shot it as a documentary. Oh, so okay. it'd be like a whole, like, we're going into the Amazon to find this hidden tribe, and we don't think they exist, and blah, 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 blah. So then you have, like, a guy taking them the whole way, and that's all the shit that they're encountering. Yeah, so like I said, Bird Witch, because they, they made it seem like a documentary found footage kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it's like, you know, people thought the Blair Witch was a real thing, and they, they freaked did. out. Yeah, yeah. For a full year, people thought this was real, and they actually had the director in court facing charges for murder and, a, and a, the second degree or something like that. Yeah, hell yeah, because it was like, you filmed this shit and, like, left. Yeah, you let it happen. <laughs> yeah. You fucking serious? Yeah, because yeah, that's how he planned it. He wanted to have the big promotion for it as, the, as it happened, so he's... Uh-huh. Literally, this contract, like, you can't show your face for one year. You're just saying in Europe... Well, I go back to the States and put the film out. After the year's up, you can come back to the States. How do you fulfill that? How much money did they have to pay them? How right. do you live? What, did your, did your family think you were dead at that point, too? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, they couldn't have contact with anybody. They were literally stranded in Europe. 
at the family were the people who were actually taking him to court. Yeah. No. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, bro. Like, that's how deep that dude thought then. So that's a very shocking-ass, like, thing to see. And then to see, like, these people being murdered by the tribe and all that shit. Because it's brutal. Dude, there's one scene, my favorite scene, and I saw how they did it. There's a scene where this girl's stra- strapped to a pipe. Like, she has a pipe going through her. Okay. It goes through her ass and out her mouth. Okay. They have the girl actually on a pipe sitting on it. Uh-huh. She's naked. She's strapped up. And she's, like, hanging there. Okay. They put a fucking fake thing through her, like, around her mouth. The blue is coming up. Okay. And they actually had her just stand there for, like, about an hour while they filmed the whole scene for that one scene. But they actually had that in the film. Okay. And they're the family, like, you did it to our daughter like what the fuck yeah shut up and then another one they're raping her <gasps> yeah as hard sorry guys for the r word out there but yeah. they do that and uh the tribe like, not, not a couple people the tribe <gasps> yeah like they just grab one of them and then you see her physically trying to like get away and it looks like they're just ramming her dude. no yeah and then like just like taking turns like just like boom pass around no mm-hmm. that's ridiculous yeah it's a pretty wild ass when you get to like that scene it's craziness. That like that will trigger for sure people. Mm-hmm. Like if you have anything like that in your history, like don't watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's another scene where like they the group like the tribe like actually like converge on the dude, and you start seeing like body parts and like skin just, like being flown up, Ooh. and they start seeing organs and like they're literally coming up where they have like a hand or something and there's gnawing on it. Whoa! But it all looks real. It doesn't look fake or prosthetic. Like it looks legit. Yeah. And I mean, it helps that the cameras back then weren't as good, so it was a little more grainy. It blends oh, a little more. Oh, dear God, you're right. Cameras back then, oh. Yes, it looks a little Worked into their favor. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, that movie, like, on its own, is, like, just, is a horror movie delight. Like, if you like horror or you like gore, like, this is Eli Roth's porn. Mm-hmm. Like, Eli Roth is known as, like, the gore porn dude. It doesn't hold a candle to this. His Green Inferno was an homage to this, and it still doesn't touch it. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, well, if you guys find that film, let me know. Come watch. I'll go buy it right now. <laughs> this one. You probably buy it online, yeah. No, it has a whole thing on it where it's like, the film that made blah, 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 and it's like a cult film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can probably get on Amazon right now and get it for like maybe like 20 bucks now. Probably, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Don't spend too much on it. Right. Pretty much, man. But yeah, so that's what they're trying to say about Divinity as well, is that it's also going to be on this cult film level probably as well. It definitely won't be like that. It's going to be where, like, it's going to find a home in, like, five years. We're going to have, like, a cult following, and it's going to blow up that way. Yeah. You're probably going to go to Comic-Con, like that. You're going to see people with a blackout tattoo design on their arms and not know where the fuck it's from. Wow. Right. You're going to look at like, Mad Max? No, Divinity. Stupid. I can see it. That's the worst part. <laughs> I, just, I just walk around as a monster, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> not Michael Hearn? Yeah, dude. No. Just I, you know what it is fine. I'll lay on the floor. Brian just pours water on me. After <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna pull up, we're gonna pull up the random things. I'm just gonna <laughs> random parts in a random show somewhere. He's gonna see me pouring water over West laying down. The fuck is going on with this, dude? That's gonna be like my thing now. It's just yeah, I'm just gonna pull up. Pour water on me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just pour water on me. There it is. Oh my god. What? what? How much is it? 43. Ah, see, I told you. Don't do it. Did That's for a Blu-ray. 
Did you see Wes is performing over at Drag House, dude? He's doing the water pouring. <laughs> he brought a fucking uh, kiddie pool. He brought a kiddie pool. I would die. All right. Now that we're done with uh, Divinity. All right. Next subject, guys, we're going to get into. Um, it was a, It's going to be a quick one. Uh, Ninja Kamui. This is a show that's actually going out right now. I believe they only have three episodes out. Nice. Uh, it is streaming on uh, Max, the uh, streaming app, which is you know for HBO stuff, and I don't know why they keep changing the name of the app. Uh, I I think they just keep losing the rights to the name, so they keep changing it up. That might be the case, yeah. But it's also airing on Adult Swim. That's also cool. Uh, this is a bloody bloody anime. It's actually pretty great. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a bloody bloody pretty great anime. Um, pretty much this family is being hunted down by a ninja tribe, and in the very intro of the, when they explain the, the story for the show, we find out that Japan's, like, government, like, pretty much, like, shunned and, like, this, kind of, like, given up on the idea of, like, the ninja groups. Okay. And the ninja group, like, well, we can't thrive in Japan, so they went global. They're now, like, teaching anyone who's willing to do it, who's willing to give their life to the cause. To make Japan a supreme power again. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, so this guy, his in hiding with his family. They're part of the clan, but once they like, you know, the wife became pregnant. Like they wanted to get away. They wanted to, like survive, live for their child. And you know, a bunch of people kind of do the same thing. You know, saying they have any kind of army. You have deserters, people who just don't want, who don't want to fight anymore. They give one. They don't believe in the dream anymore. But, you know, ninjas, being ninjas, can't have any people who know any secrets, so they gotta go and eliminate them. So they're hunted down and, like, murdered in beautiful ninja glory. Mm-hmm. It's like... It, it got nothing on Naruto. I was gonna no. say it's a mixture of Naruto and Gantz. I, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say um, the Blue-Eyed Samurai Okay. in the city of New York or L.A. Yeah. Uh, but ninja. Because the blue-eyed samurai was samurai based, yeah. just just take that same concept, the same amount of blood and gore and secrecy and shit, and make it ninja. And I think that's what we got right here. Like when I when it said kamoi ninja, I'm like, what the hell is kamoi? And I started thinking Naruto because you know the kamoi. Yeah. It was an attack. And I was like, huh, I wonder if somebody's gonna have really cool eyes in this one. So that's what got my interest when I saw it like pop up. And so when I started watching, I was like, oh, this is nothing like Naruto. <laughs> so I was like, but it's really good. Like, super yeah, dope. scene, like, it was like 20 ninjas taking one dude on and like he's murking everybody. And he killed, well, he didn't at first. It really looked like he, he was dying. Like, yeah. he yeah. died. Technically, I think he did because he, he, he ended up going into the, the containers where they put dead people in yeah. cold storage in the hospital and shit. I was like, oh, he died, died. Like, he saw his Oh, no, no, the opening scene yeah. in the alley, not the family. Oh, I'm talking about the first episode. Yeah, the first episode where the dudes, like, in the alley, when they first introduced, they find out, like, that one dude they knew died. Oh, okay, no, no, I'm already talking about first episode, bro. Like, when he literally is fighting off this army. In the house. In the house, yeah. and he sees they killed his wife. Like, yeah. legit killed his wife and kid, who were wearing protective uh, disguise. Mission Impossible. Yes, Mission Impossible. Uh, masks, masks and it, they were like digital so it was like super yeah, new was age hard. that was pretty dope I was like whoa they weren't even them the whole time I was watching this film like well like, it, then it goes back and it shows you some of the same scenes with the actual faces yes with the actual faces I was like dude that is so cool like definitely Mission Impossible vibes I think that's what made me like this a little bit more yeah uh, because of that and then uh, the way they killed him like 
they threw like those metal skewers right through his throat that looked like kebab skewers. They're um the in Naruto the medical ninjas use them. They're the uh, the the needles. They're um, acupuncture needles. They're like acupuncture needles, but they call them uh, they start with the S. Uh, not Shuriken. Um, Sai. No, not Sai is the name of the character. And no, Sai is a ninja tool too. Raphael Ninja Turtles. Sai. Oh, size. No, yeah, that's something oh. different. Um, skewer. Sewing needle. Spoker. Speaker. Speedo. Spindle. Senbon. All right. It's like, uh, I think Bleach, because, uh, uh... Oh, that one dude who has that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Senbon Sakura. Yeah, they're Senbon. They're called, like, they're just rolled thin needle, but they use them as their kunai, but usually medical ninjas use them in Naruto. Got it. Yeah, I know that. that when they stabbed his throat, I was like, oh, shit. Now, I, and then in my head, my stupid head, I was like, oh, my God, now he can't say a ninja move. <laughs> I was like, now he can't say fireball jitsu and, like, do anything, because they stabbed his, like, Adam's apple. Like, well, did you notice that he's the only one who actually does anything like that? The only one who does, like, ninpo, yeah. Yeah, because the other dudes, like, they don't do anything, but he, they're just, like, doing the fighting with the actual weapons, but him, he's, like, doing the hand signs, and he actually brings this black smoke out. That's why I thought when they got his throat, they were trying to prevent him from using his powerful moves. Yeah. And sure enough, you see in like episode two when... Well, he did that with the dude in the, in the fucking alley too. The first guy they kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did use a ninja move type, right? No. I thought he did. It looked like he went to do it, like he had put a hand sign together. Uh-huh. But then like, he had like four dudes just like skewer him real quick with uh, the short, the katanas. Before he could use it. Before he could do anything. Like he just got skewered real quick. He got killed. He didn't take it out too quick. Damn. But it's not like he was going to, but none of the ninjas that are attacking these people seem to have that ability. But the people they're hunting seem to have it. Yeah, and that's why they're probably being hunted, because yeah. they learned all the tr- secrets, and then they're like, all right, we're good here. And then they try to leave, yeah. and they're like, you can't leave knowing our secrets. We're going to yeah. fuck you up and kill you. That was kind of one of the things I liked about it, was that you saw that first episode, it kind of like gave you nothing. Mm-hmm. You just... Fucking divinity again, just tossed into the shit. <laughs> Fools are getting murdered. Yep. Whole families getting killed. You just seeing them walk in with the wife and right through your neck. Fucking sucked. And then it was like the pacing of it was crazy because it was like you go to the second episode and it starts with, all right, we're this fucking elite from Japan. Hey, we just want to let you know we're going to bring in outsiders and da da da. Like, I like that they explained everything after you saw what happened because you're like, dude, what? Yeah, they threw you off. It, yeah. it, you had no, you had no answers where you want to go back to see it to get answers, and they open up with answers right off the bat. That's yeah, I mean. that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, but how cool? Like, I, I want to say, could this have worked as a live action type of fi- series? Like, how would you feel? Oh. Could you think it could have been as well done as what we're seeing right now? Because I, that's one thing I always say, it can be done with animation. A lot more than live action. You know what you I mean? You can definitely get away with a lot more. And honestly, the thing with the, with this kind of anime, it's somewhat feasible to do live action-wise. I mean, like, we have Jackie Chan-style movies where they're doing a lot of these fight scenes, like this kind of stuff. I mean, it's not going to be too as extreme where they're jumping off buildings and landing no problem. But, you know, we can you get Jet Li in there, you can definitely make this a movie. I can see this working as a movie. Like, it's not so far to where it's like, you know... You have the anime that become a movie like a Death Note or fucking Bleach. Yeah. To where you have to use so much CGI to make everything like come to life. This is like so much for the most part all grounded. It, it is like, but oh man, like the fight scenes alone, I don't think could see a live action version. Like when they're fighting in that restaurant and they're moving. We would have so a watered fast. down version. 
Dude, why would I want that? I want to see the live action. Dragon Ball Z freaking fast speed fighting. We can get a live action version of that, but like it's not. We're gonna like that's not real. They didn't do it like that. They really didn't do that based on the cartoon I watched. But like Forbidden Kingdom, like those fight scenes were fucking great, and they were which one? Which one? Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, and those fight scenes were well done, and they were also kind of over the top to the point where like. Not to, like, the speed, but even close to it. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. You know what movie really did really, 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 really well with this fight scenes? Which one? Kung Fu Hustle. Mike Fuck Trump. yeah. <laughs> but again, that was, like, exactly to it for comedy reasons. <laughs> Still, it was done. Well done. Like, he punched a hole in a cow. Like, come on now. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Oh, my God. Did I too. mix Kung Fu Hustle with Kung Pao? No. But, well, yes. You did mix them up, but like, I, the both movies did a great job. That's what I'm saying, bro. Hell yeah. They were both so well done. I thought they were the same movie. The Heavenly Palm technique, dude. Like He was like, from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's instant steak. Pah! <laughs> but, my bad. Tangent. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the light, the, the animation in this... Really well done. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I forgot to look up the animation team for this because they did a really good job. The blood, the gore, the futuristic tech that they put into it. Right. What did we talk about last time? I was trying to say, what was it? It was animation and CGI. Is that the combination? Yeah. Okay. They did it really good because yeah. when you when you said like the Mission Impossible mask, it looked like, oh, I was like, oh shit. I didn't see that happening in this animation style. No, so but you I can tell that like everything looks drawn where that like looks like an actual computer image like yeah pop up. yeah 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 and I was like dude I really do like that style like give me animation mixed in with some little CGI here and there and I think it goes a long way versus everything all animation or everything all CGI yeah. like give me that yeah. happy medium and the shit's gonna be way more popular yeah if you give me like a good seventy thirty huh? mix that berserk fans out there fucking getting mad right now why. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, no, because you have the original like one, and it's all animation, and then it skips forward into all three D. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, same thing with that like, fucking Gantz anime they did. Like that was all CGI, and that looked horrible. Ruby, same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ruby. I bet, I as it went, got better. Yeah. It got better as uh, the seasons went on. Like I watched all the seasons of Ruby. I really liked it because originally it reminded me of a lot of a video game. I'm like, oh, I'm down to watch this. Kind of remind me of like Red versus Blue. Yeah. Which is all freaking video game plays type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I watched Ruby, it reminded me of that. I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be good. All animation, animation, and then it switched over to CGI, CGI. I was like, wait, what? And then they found a flow to mix the two, and that's where their sweet spot was. And I'm like. Dope because you got Ruby with like animation, but then she goes CGI and spins around. Digimon, Digimon did a good job of it too. It was Whenever all, the Digi evolutions happened, it was all CGI at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they were ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah. that was like early nineties and shit. Yeah, hell yeah, it was. See, they knew their balance. But yeah, uh, back to the ninjas. I like it. Give me a ninja animation with mixed with both. You got really good shit. No, yeah, this is very early on. We're like I said, we're only like three episodes in. I've only watched the first two so far. Mm. Hey, oh, they're man. gonna do 12 episodes in total so we're already a fourth of the way there guys yeah so I mean like we're just like giving people the heads up now so, so they can watch this with us and then once it's over we'll come back and give you like a full overall rating on this uh, for now we're actually not gonna rate it we're just gonna give you the heads up about it so that you guys know and we'll come back and give you our rating once it's all done cause it's a little early to give you anything like that right uh no man based on what I'm seeing I feel a very strong 8 on it right Uh-oh. now like it's good I like the story I like the animation. 
I, I just like it. Like it, I'm recommending it to everybody that likes anime and like ninja. Yeah. I would recommend it to all my friends. I'm like, guys, watch this shit. It's brand new. It's still coming out. Almost like solo leveling. Are you watching that one yet? I am not. No. Motherfucker, are you watching solo level? Some bitch. I'm watching Solution in the Dungeon. Oh my god, Joe. Only because you're a chef, I'll let it go. <laughs> but watch the. The dwarf dude looks like me. The he really does. He reminds me of you. Trust, I'm watching it too. But my point is, watch solo leveling. Watch solo leveling. I'm pointing at you, John. I'm pointing at US. If you guys like this, you're going to like that. Just because it also mixes animation with CGI and the storyline super dope. Okay. And very bloody and gory. Like, But that when you... Oh, dude, very similar. You see people get cut right down the middle and split apart shit. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah, that fucking restaurant fucking fight. Oh, dude, I know. Yeah. He killed two heads. Yeah. Two fucking heads, and a cop was there just watching it all. And that was a really cool thing that they're showing is, like, this whole ninja, most ninja fights happen behind the scenes. Yeah. Nobody from the authorities saw it. There was a whole bloodbath on a roof, so we got no cameras. We're just going to sweep it under the rug. I'm like, fucking conspiracy. Bought off, paid off, and, like, they also came back and hid the bodies. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, oh, none of this blood is good. None of it's registered. I'm like what in the world? Like, there's some yeah. dirty-ass cops in this city, man, because they took a bribe, payoff, whatever. Yeah, that's the CIA, right? The CIA or FBI? I thought it was just a regular police department. No, they detectives. actually named CIA or FBI. One oh, of the two. Fuck. Yeah, they named dropped one of them. I forget which one it was. I think it was FBI. We'll bring it up next time. Okay. I think yeah. it is FBI, yeah, but... Yeah, but no, it, look, it looks good. That's fine. Everybody start watching it. Watch it with us. Enjoy. Do it now. All right, on that note, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick little break. Yes, yes. Play me my dances too. Like eventually during the week, like cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him, but I love him on that show. That's the only thing I like. Dude, he him. really like he stole the show. That was his show. Dude. That it was his show, but like. His supporting crew was so good, too. But because the crew around him supporting him was so well done, yeah. it made me hate him a little bit less. But then I watch anything he's in, like a movie-wise, like fucking um, Hot Rod, I just sit here and be like, I fucking hate you. You're horrible at this. I don't... You should stop doing this now. But then I watch the movie, and then I'm like, I love this show. Yeah. It's just the supporting crew helping big time. Yeah, yeah it dude, really dude. did. Too many good people. Captain Hold, fucking... Um, what's Terry Crews. Yeah. Um... I hated her, but she was so good at her job. Um, the receptionist. Gina. Oh, Gina. I don't know her real name, but dude, Gina. she she did so well. You know who she reminded me of? The brother sister from Parks and Rec. Yes, dude. I was like, oh my god, you give me their vibes. Like, I want the crossover to be. That's their act. Like that would be fucking. It would be so great. That was like somewhere in some crossover world. Like, oh. Auntie, Auntie, no! Oh my God, it all makes sense. Like one of those moments. And then we just see them all do, 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 do. no peace, especially. Yeah. They're like, oh, remember your song? We still see it. And I'll be like, what? And she be like, don't be suspicious. And they jump in, don't be suspicious. I'm like, oh my God, she talked to them when they were babies. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, fucker, fucker is my my voice to Sonic. He does such a good job with that Sonic uh, voicing cast. Like, I I love him more for that. Those two, I will watch any they're in. I fucking think they're great. Who? The, the brother sister? Yeah. Nice. I, what are I am besides... What? Uh, he's been in like a bunch of like background actors and stuff like that. No, he's always okay. like that. He's not really the main guy. He's always like that background character. Yeah. Like his main, only main role I know him in having Sonic. Yeah. 
and the sister, like she's the kind of the same thing. Like she's like, like a background character, but they're good character actors. Like they always do that background character that like just over the top, but it's great. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. John Ralphio is fucking Sonic. Yep. yep. Damn, I never knew that. What? No, I never knew that. Fuck. Yeah, that's why you promoted it. I don't. I just never paid attention to it like that. Like I just thought it was like, okay, it's a good Sonic. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna go back now. He's gonna see John Ralphio the entire time. Right. Right. He's wearing pumas. Yeah, hell yeah. Put him in all blue. <laughs> there it is. The all blue suit? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Put Instead of a mocap suit, it's a blue mocap suit. <laughs> Alright, and on that note, welcome back to the Broken Point of View podcast. <laughs> Brian's trying to stifle a bourbon. It's not going to happen. I'm going to let this go. Wait, did you get the other one? Yeah. No, you didn't. We've been going yeah. for a few minutes now. Bro, no, you had to leave. I watched some press no. play, yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, I watched You guys got well, we got to Brooklyn at 9, I started talking. I played record. You, yeah. I mean, Wes, you burped gross. That was terrible, dude. How could you? Yeah, you know, I'm Did such you? a horrible man. <laughs> I hate you guys. But we are back, and we are here to talk about Madam Web. <gasps> Sony's newest Marvel aspirations. And uh, I'm going to put this the best way I can. Dumpster fire of a movie. Morbius was better. Mm. Ooh, shots fired. That's a that's what we call a hot take. I honestly believe Morbius was better. It not by much, but it was just it edged it out. Yeah, it's all you need, dude. Yeah. It, so Madam Web in the comics has always been the character who sees the multiverse, kind of like the uh, the Watcher. Mm. And but she primarily focused on all the different Spider Men in the universe. The Watcher is just a weird cut that he's yeah. like a voyeur. He just likes to watch people fight. He just watches everything. Where yeah. that one, like specifically, I just want to see Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> she had a thing for that one dude. Yeah. But uh, Sony tried to do their own version of Madame Web. It is so. It actually is a period piece because it's taking place in early 2000, 2003. Um. So, we don't have a Spider-Man in this universe at all. Spider-Man's not there yet. Uh, we have a villain who looks like Spider-Man. Yep. For no reason other than he came from the Peru where he found a tribe of spider people who worship a spider and they kind of have like spider-like costumes that they make from the foliage. Yep. And he designed his costume after them for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Even though in the comic book he doesn't wear anything like, similar to that suit. Not really at all. We have three future spider women. Yes. Who only wear their spider suits in dream sequences and never actually have their powers in the actual movie. Correct. Right. Uh, Madam Webb, who is played by Dakota Johnson, who is super young compared to what we're used to seeing in comic books and in the animated show. Which struck me to believe this could have been like a prequel to Madam It is, Web. because, again, Peter Parker's not born yet. Exactly. Or is he? Well, at the very end of it, we do get a glimpse of a baby being born with an uncle named Ben. Yes! But the baby's never named. Well, you it was named. They do tell you, but it's blocked by, what, a train whistle? Something going on, yeah. yeah. No background noise that kind of cuts Background noise that cuts off, but you saw her make the... She made the sound. <laughs> Paul, Peter... Page. Peter was your second name from a P's, bro. You struggled. There's not that many P's. There isn't. It's Paul, Peter. What? Oh, to that, I'm screwed See, too. Yeah. Yeah. What? Paul? Phineas. 
Get out with your penis, you <laughs> firm ass. Pablo. That's a version of Paul. Yeah. Patrick. Patrick, true. And uh, that's about it. Thank you very much. Pablo. <laughs> 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 stupid. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was a that was a good highlight right there. Like that that little hidden Easter egg within the Easter egg shit, like. Oh, yeah. By the way, this whole time, Ben, your paramedic friend that you've been working with this whole time, was actually kind of, sort of... Uncle Ben. The Uncle Ben when he was young. Who just met a girl who he really digs, but he won't give you her name. Throughout the whole fucking time. It was so annoying. I was like, wait, why don't you just say a name? Why are you hiding the name? And I get it, because any Spider-Man fan that went to go see this film, if you would have told me this guy's name is Ben... He found the love of his life. It's serious. By the way, her name is May. Dead giveaway. Like, that's it. I'm it is a dead giveaway. But the problem is, the way they explain it away is like, he won't say the name. She goes, oh, is that serious, huh? And I'm like, if she's your best friend, why is it you not telling her name mean it's very serious? Like, that's the complete opposite. No, no, it's because of the dynamic. The dynamic is implied that, yeah, he'll tell her whatever name of the current uh, hookup. hookup of the week. Yeah, oh yeah. I Felicia. Oh yeah, Mary Jane. Oh yeah, so and so. Oh no, this one I can't tell you yet because it's that it, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So yeah. I get it. I get it. I can totally go tell my buddies, whatever girl you know is of the week. But if it's somebody serious, I'm like, oh yeah. Um, so how about how about them angels? You know what I mean? Like convert the combo to something else. Let's get it. Yep. Yep. So. We have an Uncle Ben. We have an Uncle Ben. We have a baby Peter. And we have a firework factory that is never secured. <laughs> the most poorly secured firework factory ever. A fire breaks out of this firework factory. And we think it's going to be a throwaway moment that just shows her re- figuring out her power at first. But it turns out it's going to play a major role later on in the movie. Yep. Where it's going to blow up a brick wall. It's going to blow up a fucking uh, helicopter. And it's going to blind Madame Web underwater. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty trash. I was like, one, the fucking gate is rolled up. There's no defensive barricade around it, even though a fire just broke out recently. It is still full of fireworks after a fire broke out. Yeah. What do you call it in the day? Uh, plot armor? This building has plot armor. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but the helicopter didn't. No, it the didn't. Took the helicopter took a shot from a one mortar shot and died. And so this mortar that was strong enough to break down a brick wall was strong enough to take down a fucking helicopter. Yeah. You know that shit was... Oh, you know it what it was? It was strong enough to go through a fucking, like, 20, 30 feet of water. Oh, hit shit. Hit and I am blind her. And caused spinal injury. Yes. That does some serious firepower. You know, I bet you it was a gang firework cut out. No, that, that makes sense, yeah. That, that shit was not legal. You know what? I bet you sure, I'm pretty sure it was from the hand. Oh. The hand made them all. Yep, in a kingpin warehouse. Exactly, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But yes, uh, Madam Webb, as you can Madam hear. Madam Webb. Uh, she gets visions of these three girls being killed. Um... For no reason other than she's within proximity and they happen to be also spider women. They're a part of her web. You're the madam of this web. This is your web. You are Madam Web. <laughs> that was a fucking line. I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he said that. Okay, 
So the only things I thought I hallucinated that moment. I'm like, there's no way this is bad, dude. I almost fell asleep in this film, and when he they, when he went back, like, okay, so let's go back to the rainforest or the jungle, wherever the hell they find Peru, this. The okay. Amazon, wherever the Amazon in Peru, which I don't think is actually true. The Amazon actually in Brazil. Okay, plot hole of many. Um, they go to this place with a lot of trees and jungle and spiders. Trying to find this spider that gives you superhuman powers. I'm like, okay, a non-radiated spider gives people powers. Okay. A whole tribe of people. A whole tribe of people. They all get powers, but they all stay there to, what, protect the jungle? The spiders. Okay, protect the spiders. Okay. And so this lady is going on this quest. She's Prego, trying to find this spider. You're like, what? She's like nine months Prego on this fucking quest. Looking for a fucking spider. I'm like, this bitch is Prego. She should just be home already. And, you know, everybody that sees that is thinking that. Why is she pregnant over there trying to find a spider? Which leads, it ties back later, right? Okay, fine. She finds a spider. The dude who's her partner or whatever finds out she her finds guide. a guide. Finds out she finds a spider. Turns out he's the bad guy. Oh, I was hoping you find that spider so I could steal it from you. Shoots a pregnant lady. I was like, well, he didn't want you to hurt, but he shot everybody else. Yeah, he shot everybody. He's like, fuck y'all, I'm taking the spider. Gun struggle. Shoots a pregnant lady. I was like, oh, shit. It's weird because like the way he's holding the gun at her. Yeah. It's angled down. Yeah. So I'm like, where did, like, is, is, not, is it not angled towards her chest? It's not angled, like, towards her shoulder. It's angled down towards her belly. It's almost like at an angle right above the womb, but shooting towards her ribcage. Like, not in the heart, but a little bit lower. So it maybe got a lung? Yeah, yeah. Pole, for sure, shot a lung. Like, for sure shot the lung and the liver on the left side. So, yeah, no, I saw that, and I was like, okay, they shot her in a place where she could try to live if they give her some type of miracle healing powers. And so, sure enough, one of those weird spider people, spider-infected people, because they're not spider-men, spider-tribe. I don't know what they're called. But they had some weird-ass outfits, which were kind of, like, weird. But instead of, like, webbing, it was vines made to look like webbings, but they also had a mask that I don't know where they had the mask from, because they had the eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to see in the mask, so I get it, but it was so weird. Like, but if you're the tribe, I mean, why do you wear a mask? Like, you don't see anyone until you fucking show up and keep their ass and kill them. I think, Pris, down previous in history, they have fought other people off. That's what that led me to believe, is that they have these disguises yeah. to protect themselves, and they kill the intruders because they're probably not the first ones, and they weren't the last ones. Well, they even made it seem like that was going to be the case. That was the case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they go, they try to save her. They let the spider bite her. I was like, oh, cool. She's going to become a spider person, too. She dies. Yeah. Spider powers get passed on. Yeah, in a cave, in a water pool she was having a water birth but i'm like okay so the tribe of spider people in the middle of nowhere give birth to this child they don't take the child in instead they fucking take it to the outskirts of the forest and say here good luck hope you find someone i thought that was weird too i thought a lot of things were weird (laughs) (laughs) okay and so okay so that was weird the bite the spider bit her but didn't heal her but it also gave the baby powers. It gave the baby powers. But also latent powers, because they don't even kick in until she's in her fucking 30s. <laughs> that too. Okay. So that happens. Wes, where were you in this part? I just saw the whole movie. Like, honestly, I just was watching it and was just like, oh, okay. And they made a whole meme about her talking about, yeah, I was just in the fucking Amazon and my mom died looking at spiders. And they were like, what the fuck? And That's him. He was the hell on my mom when she died before she gave birth to me. Yeah, man. Alright, so real quick. The writers for this movie. 
Matt Tazama and Burke Sharpless. I hope it's a pen name because that's your actual last name, dude. That's fucked. But they have worked together and they have written seven movies together. Uh oh. Seven movies together. Wait, wait, wait. I want to try to guess this as I pull it up on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Yes. They are also known for writing movies such as Morbius. Yep. Gods of Egypt. Yep. Power Rangers. Yep. The Last Witch Hunter. Yep. Lost in Space. Yep. That was a TV series. And Dracula Untold. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, wait. They're part of the editing team for The Master of the Skies. Never mind. Okay. They didn't write that. That was a good one. But, yeah, those are the movies that they wrote together. Not a single one of those movies have a Rotten Tomatoes score over 50%. Ouch. The only one that's actually pretty well received is the Lost in Space series. At around, like, a 70%, I think. Ouch. Who keeps giving these people jobs? Sony. Obviously. I did it. I solved the case. But, like, their weakest ones are, like, Dracula Untold, 25%. Rotten Tomatoes score. The Last Witch Hunter, 18%. Morbius at 15%. And tied at 14% each is the Gods of Egypt and Madame Web. Jesus. Power Rangers came in like around like 50%, I believe. Oh, man. Was that the Power Rangers that had that one song? Or was that the other one? This was the newest Power Rangers one where they actually had like the weird-looking, skinnish, like wet-skin-looking suits. That wasn't the one we liked, right? We liked the other one? We liked the one with Ivan News, the one back from when we were kids. Oh, okay. This is the one that came out like maybe seven years ago, six years ago. Was it that one that had that one song that everyone was obsessed with? Yes. Damn it. The one that... I can make it things Damn, they wrote that one? They wrote that movie. That sucks. Well, I mean, the movie did suck. The giant Goldar made of gold, but wasn't Goldar, but Goldar. Yeah. But it had a Tommy cameo, right? Tommy and... Tommy never showed up. Oh, the original Tommy and... Yeah, yeah, the original Tommy and Kimberly made a cameo. Yeah, the very end. That was a good part for them. Yeah, the guy paid like 50 bucks and got some sandwiches. I don't know. Craft services, you know, they have to take advantage real quick. Yeah, so... It was all right. No, I'm yeah. kidding. It was entertaining at best. You weren't watching it for dialogue or storyline. You were, you were waiting for the giant, giant Megazords. Yeah, you were waiting for a giant Megazord to find a Power Ranger film. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to Madam Web, which made which cost eighty million to make. <gasps> eighty million to make, and only made like twenty five mil. Really? Yeah. Let me. Did you look up those numbers already? I looked up those numbers. Yeah. Wow, you did your homework on this bad of a film? <gasps> oh I, my god, 80 million estimated and only 15, 29 mil. Wait, gross worldwide? They made 55, dude. That's gross. I was looking at domestic. Okay, domestic taint. Jesus. Oh, yeah. 15, include. Oh, no, that's 30. Dude, no, they still lost like 25 million. Biggest flop for a Sony, Sony film, right? Yeah. Damn, how do you lose that much money? You let these guys write a movie that makes no fucking sense. Dakota Johnson on the press tour has been talking shit about this movie. She says that after she signed on, they made massive changes to the script. Oh, no. Yeah. One of those situations. Yeah, it's like they literally like sold her on a movie that wasn't a movie. And she also thought it was going to be a Marvel movie. So she actually went to Elizabeth Olsen and asked her, like, hey, what's your experience like working on these movies? And, you know, Scarlet Witch herself said... I had a great time on the movies. I love them. I would recommend doing it if you can. But this was not a Marvel movie. This was a Sony movie in the Marvel Universe. Trying to do their own thing. 
can't for, do that. No. For why do you do that, Sony? All of their like universes together. It was supposed to bring back the the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. It was uh, linking to Kraven the Hunter. It was supposed to link uh, it was Venom and make a massive universe and try to reignite the whole Sinister Six plotline they're trying to do before. And yeah, no, like this just fell apart so fucking hard. I mean, their main villain was killed by a Pepsi sign. Man. Hey, 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 Pepsi. Is well, a very, a very prominent fucking force in the movie. Brand in general. But yeah, the do you S- think the Coca Cola sign could have took him out? Yeah. yeah. Spell Coca Cola. There is no sharp points in that name. It's all O's and C's, bro. He was killed by an S. That's a very sinister letter, don't you think? But it's not sharp. Yeah, I know it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying. That was funny though. Sinister S, yeah. Sinister Six. Come on, man. Look where I was going. Jesus. Pulling strings here, dude. Yeah, right. You're pulling webs. Oh, I'm pulling threads. Ah, ooh. But yeah, your your three main characters who you think are main characters, if not main characters, uh, with Spider Woman, they're literally in this movie for maybe a total of like twenty minutes at best, and it's mostly just small cameo moments. Uh, Sydney Swinney, who we constantly see in the trailers, is in there very little. Um, she has a moment where she actually. She forced the actual studio to do where she actually comes in upside down on the thread of her web. She's like, hey, this is like what they do in the comics. I want to do that. And she made them do it. Like, that was actually something she forced the studio to do. Really love that part. Yes. But in the movie, those girls have no powers. So we're seeing a movie about fire women who don't have their powers yet. Madame Webb, who's just discovering her powers and trying to save these women. But at this point in time, has no idea what her powers are. And even us don't really know what the powers are because they don't make fucking sense. She sees the, into the future, but not to the point to where she controls it, just random sparks. At one point, she makes ghosts of herself. I call that the Shadow Clone Jutsu. Not a power she has in the comics. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, so let's go back to that right there. The, 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 the only source material I have for Madam Web is my references to the 90s Spider Man with that Peter Parker where. He was always sucked into Madame Web's uh, smoke. Like, he would get sucked up by the smoke, transported in front of her throne of Spiderweb. And she would tell him, like, hey, you need to do better, otherwise this is your future. You know what I mean? Yeah, she like, she could glimpse the future of the past. Yeah. And she can see into different multiverses. Yeah, so that, that, that was that's, that's the extent of my knowledge, Joe, on Madame Web is what I saw in the 90s. So now we fast forward. We're in the 2020s. There are people out there that have never seen the 90s Spider animated, man. Yeah, but... Where do you find out who the hell Madame Web is without this film? You can actually read the comics. When was the last time Madame Web's comic was made? Uh, I think the last one, they, like, an actual Madame Web comic. She had a small short run for it, and I think early 2000s, maybe 2008. Alright, so these but, people are trying to build a film around this lady spider, Madame Spider, with very little like shit to run with. Yeah, which is why, like, why do you choose this character other than the fact that you don't own the rights to any other fucking characters to use? Damn. You're literally grasping at straws, hoping to fucking pull gold. Like, you're fucking Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> but, like, all you're turning out is bullshit. I mean, this movie has, like, so many plot holes. It has so many issues with writing. It has so many issues with character development. Where it's just, like, there's no fucking point to this movie at any point at all. The dude is literally trying to kill these girls because he keeps having dreams of them. 
Uh, that, I mean, okay, so to be fair... To be fair. To be fair. If you had a dream of three girls killing you... Okay, Joe, I know it's your kink, so don't give me that look, but for the average Joe... Don't <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Would you or would you not fight off people, could be girls or guys, that you see in a vision that are going to kill you? And you see this multiple times maybe every day of your life after a certain point like well at some point you gotta believe it right let's point this out he also sees this happening in new york in the apartment he lives in maybe he tried moving to another fucking state do you know the price in in new york bro like you swear it's cheaper to go anywhere else (laughs) (laughs) okay and now let's go to the other part if i don't know what they look like how do they know what i look like visions they're getting visions too they were not. So why would... The spider was is a link for the vision thing. That's the only thing I can think of. It's like the spiders that allow them to have visions. Oh, is that what that tribe guy said? Like, uh, if you take this power by force, it's like a curse or some shit? I remember something he like that. He said that, but I, he never leads to what the curse is. He's seeing your own death. And making you think that's your death. And making you go crazy thinking that's your death. And so you try to prevent it, and then you end up bringing about your own death. Again, though, he his death wasn't... She, even Madam Webb says... His visions weren't of you bringing his death. It was me, but she was never in the fucking vision. Not when was she in his vision. He never saw her at all other than when she fucking hit him with a car. Twice. Which, if she hits you with the car twice, and that doesn't take you out, but the fucking Pepsi sign does. <sighs> I mean, the weight of the Pepsi sign versus a car. You know, you really gotta think A car and an ambulance that fucking dropped from the third floor. It dropped from the third floor through a fucking like sign that you she legitimately hit him and landed on him. If you think about it, the sign kind of stopped to slow down a little. Which means the car should have killed him first. The sign had less force. The car should have like killed him more. He was kind of pinned down, Joe, so... He was not avoiding the car. He turned and looked like smack. No way around it. She, they fucked up. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say, Wes. You can't defend this crap. Wes, help. You ain't defending it over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no defense for this. So what do you think? What's more stronger, a car or a Pepsi sign? The letter S. I'm going to say the car is more strong. Is stronger. A car doing fucking 60, 70 miles an hour that drives from a third floor building and crashes into you as opposed to a sign... A metal sign of Pepsi with a, just an S that falls from like 10 feet above you. You have more force from the car. <laughs> and I'm going to say the car hit him and then bounced on top of him. What? He got crushed. Because she hit him with the front of the car, right? Right. So she hits him. The car then hits the floor and bounces. He will then be underneath the car as she goes forward. That makes sense to me. Okay. So he should have been hit and run over. But he possibly like nothing happened, no tire marks, nothing like that. Just perfectly fine. But when the Pepsi sign comes down, he's just dead. He was kind of pinned down, bro, so, you know. I mean, he was not moving when that fucking car hit him. Either time. Both times he was not moving. He was just like standing there like, oh shit, there's a <clears> car. <throat> Smack. <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, the best part of this whole movie is honestly the end credits I knew it was over. 
Wow. <laughs> Although no end credit scene whatsoever either. You mean post credit scene? End credit scene, post credit scene, mid credit scene, nothing. That's true. What would they have put anyway? What else does Sony Sony have up their sleeve after this? Craven's coming out next. I think in April. Really? And this, yeah, and this will tie into it. Originally, it was supposed to tie into it. Untie it. Yep. Let it sing. August 30th for Craven. August 30th looks like got pushed back then. Based off of this movie, I would assume so. Based off of this movie, probably get canceled. Fucking, you get a tax write off like fucking uh, HBO Max. God damn it. Them and their tax rights. I swear. Yeah, I put a cra- the trailer out yet, so they can definitely do it. Woo! But yeah, I mean, I'm. I have told you all the random bullshit that's happened that in this movie that has. I mean, we what we said is what happens, and it makes no sense. Nothing makes sense to this movie. It's just a random garbage pile of fucking things happening. It really is though, because that's like what it is, dude. It's just this chick not knowing any of her powers and being like, you know, honestly, that was a thing too. Is like she's a bitch the yeah. entire movie. And then they just go, well, my parents weren't around. You know what? My mom's like locked in inside of the Oh, dude, you know what? My mom died. Oh, okay. You know what? My mom died too. I will take care of you. I'm taking care of all of you now. And all of a sudden she knows her powers and she's got a fucking shield like Captain America. Nigga. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh my god. She totally did adopt the three girls, huh? Yeah. Come on. Also, real, real, real question. Real question here. Alright, real question. How the fuck do you go from New York to Peru and back in a day? That's what happened. She literally went to Peru to discover her fucking roots and figure out what the fuck happened with the spider and her mom. Is there for about a day and then flies back and actually fucking meets the fucking dude in the swamp. It literally is taking place within a day, a day and a half. Like, she's a back and forth flight. Yeah. Do you want me to look at how long it takes to go from Peru to New York and shit? No, I, I want you to, like, think about it. Like, okay, yeah. I mean... I mean, I know Peru's not that far, like, from New York, but, like, at the same time, like, to fly there and back, you still need a passport. You're still going through customs. You're still going for an international airport. Hell yeah. Like, you're not doing that within a 24-hour time limit. Like, you're getting pulled at TSA. It's 2003. It's 9-11 has already happened. Like, if you're doing a quick turnaround like that, like, we're questioning some shit real quick. Come on back here. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, let's see. To Peru. But it's it's just random like that, bro. It really is, Yeah. Man. I mean, don't take away from the fucking magic of cinema, bro. The fuck, dude? That was magic of cinema. There was no magic. <laughs> the dog's dead in the hat. <laughs> yeah, as a joke, Shit. straight up throwing it out as a dead bird. Yeah. <laughs> straight up arrested development shit. Ouch. Ouch. But yeah, man. I mean, it just it's all over the place. It's just weird. Like, the way that she even interacts with all the characters... It's weird. She has no character growth throughout this whole movie until the very last, like, five minutes where she goes blind. Then she goes to, like, you're my girls. Fifth, like, it was, like, 15 minutes. It was to the point where, like, the last battle and the fireworks. Yeah. And she's blocking fireworks and shit. Yeah. That was, like, where it was, like, okay, I'm gonna do my full. I am Madam Web. And then she's blind and then it was just, like. She went ultra instant go-to. Turns around. Yes, we're ready. It well, was she like, was kind of seeing the future in glimpses then, right? At that point? Yeah. Yeah, at that point she can like, fucking see the future and like foresee everything, but at the same time, like, why the fuck are fireworks playing a key role right now and where you're destroying a helicopter, the fucking Pepsi sign, and also, like, blinding yourself? Like, the fuck? 
Yeah. So to answer your question, how did she go from New York to Peru? Yeah. It's only an eight-hour plane trip. So 16 hours right there. So catch a red eye. All right, girls, stay here. Be safe. I'm going to go to Peru. Catches the red eye. Gets over there by eight in the morning. She's there. Travels to the dude. Finds a dude. Cool. All the way up till give her five in the afternoon that she has like 10 hours to deal with that shit. Catches the next flight. Gets back to New York by midnight. That's around the time she comes and saves them, right? About that, I'm going to say, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, so this happens in the span of fucking a day and a half. Yeah. You, like... You really, really think she's going to find the fucking hidden temple of spider people in the fucking alley? She had her mom's journal, Joe. It's because she had the lore and everything. She, she had, had the lore. Oh, did you also notice that the fucking spider that her mom drew does not match up to the spider that fucking bit him? I mean, to be fair, do you really think she knew how to draw? The mom, yeah. Oh. The mom was actually, like, a really good artist in terms of, like, she, she drew some other shit he saw in the journal. But the spider she drew <laughs> had a skinny-ass body... But the one I bit him is a fat ass fucking like uh, thorax. It's all over. fat, yeah. Yeah, I'm like those two ain't the same fucking thing. Right. Uh, it's pretty true. But yeah, I, I'm ready to read this piece of shit. I mean, to be honest with you, dude, another thing that like pissed me off with that movie is that okay, it's Sony. Yeah. Makers of PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation Five. You're getting all these Sony fucking games. You got all this bullshit. You got all this money. And you're gonna give us those fucking cheap ass firework graphics that were crappening. Crappening. He said crappening. That's a fucking new way. Dude. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. Dude. Just straight up, like you would see those explosion holes and stuff, and I was like, "There's no way a firework is doing that." And then the fact that it was just kind of like them right there, and it was like green screen plot hole, blah. I felt like I was watching an old ass movie. And then that's where it's like, okay, we were going to talk about Halo. And Halo's budget is probably, like, way less than that shit. Maybe. I mean, Paramount. But it was just the fact that it's like, okay, you got Sony backed up to Paramount. And Halo is banging on you. Like, Halo is looking like fucking cutting edge compared to that. All right, so are you ready for this? Halo, that is on its second season. Uh, second season episode for our first season had eight episodes. They get ten million per episode to run it. Okay. Each ten. episode is about an hour. Yeah. So they, it's, Madam Web got eighty million for an hour and a half. One hour and a half fucking film. <laughs> so at this point, <laughs> CGI. <laughs> they just did not love. Like that's the thing is like if they put the love into it, it's different. If but they it was the it, love. Yeah, it's just the fact that you got her it's coming in. just cover the love up. Cover it with love. It was just the fact that they had her come in. They got actors and everything like that coming in. And then it was just like, oh yeah, well, hey, there's a, a bunch of rewrites we got to do. Really? Like, your actress is rewriting the film for you? Like, you let this go to be this bad? To where the lead role has to go... Uh, we gotta change this shit, dog. Hold up, let me tell you. And then she won't even tell you what it is that she changed. That's horrible. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, come on. Where's the quality control guy at right there that was watching this? Like, you know there's that person that hangs out on set and then calls, like, the main person. Hey, uh, this film sucks, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't green light this shit. Like, don't do it. We, we need to fix something. We're totally fucked up. Yeah. Like, where was that person? That person just went out to lunch, dude. It's like they, they expect, and this is like, you know, cold-blooded, but they expect that the Marvel person just going to go, Spider-Man? 
Ooh, Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man, yeah. And they just sit in the theater right there paying for 4DX fucking $35 tickets. Brian? What do you mean? Why are you looking at me? Brian? I would watch every Spider-Man film. Leave me alone. No, I'm just saying, like, that's what they expected was just the fact that it's like, all right, you know what? We've been getting everybody with Miles Morales across Spider-Verse works. Uh, Venom's been the saving grace, so everyone's been down. So, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna just mail in Madam Web. Ouch. And that's about it. Like we're not gonna really try for this one. We had a contract with those dudes who did Morbius. Let's just throw on this one real quick and just get it get that contract done with. Hell yeah. Let's just kill that contract and get this out of the way. Hell yeah. And then I know you're talking about uh what's her name? She's from Euphoria or what? Yeah. Oh, Sydney Sweeney? Yeah. We love her. Okay, but the only problem I have with her is that okay. You've seen the fucking scene where it's her in a bathroom and she's like trying to smile and it's like her crying, like bawling her eyes out, right? The same person. Yeah. Wait, right? What are we talking about now? In Euphoria, she's there's a scene where she's in the bathroom and she has sex with somebody. She's like kind of on a breakdown about it. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember. So that. she's trying to force herself to smile to like just look happy, but she's like breaking mm-hmm. down and crying. Got it. So we're literally seeing her do a great moment of like legitimate acting. We're having a moment where you see her go, trying to portray one emotion while portraying another. And that's basically what she did for this character like three, four times. Because there was something where like she says something to her and then she's just like... Trying to force a smile while... Yeah, and it's like this weird... Just, like, just for our listeners, Wes really tried to impersonate that. Yeah, right dude. Now. Like, he it tried was so some, hard. It, it was, was some tough. weird ass shit where she's trying to be like, oh, I'm smiling, ha ha ha. And then they put her down and she's like, I don't have a dad. Like, it was like some <laughs> weird shit like that. Like, you know, dude? It was like that. And I, I just saw, like, because it was just weird. It was like I could watch it. But I was, like, seeing through the shit. Yeah. It wasn't really like that. Like, I know why she was hired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like, hey, we have this chick. She's hot, whatever. She's young. All the dudes like her for this thing. You know, she looks like this. Fucking put her in there. Let's go. I mean, and then, they're not wrong. I think there's an article that went around that some dude did something in one of the theaters. Oh, yeah, the dune fucking bucket. And just... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I must do, but I don't have the strength to do it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that guy, that guy made news. Putting <laughs> the butter on it. Like hey, it uh, can I get the dude bucket extra butter? Okay, yeah. No, no popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Just butter. You're going to watch Dune? Oh, I heard it's a good film. Uh, I'm watching Madam Web. Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, father. Perhaps <laughs> it. He just waited for the fucking... Uh, she's like Venom or whatever. Uh, no, her that, suit's just black. Yeah, oh it's just black, right? Okay, I got Joe here. I can ask him. Hey, Joe. Um, <clears throat> as the go-to comic book source guy, why did one of the spider women have, like, sparkly shooters come out of her hands? Is that a real power? I've never seen that before. It caught me off guard. Even in the comics, I've never seen that. Son of a bitch. Although I am more DC Comics than uh, Marvel <coughs> Comics, um, but from what I read and seen, for the Spider-Woman, they usually tend to share very similar abilities to Spider-Man. Like, they do the whole wall crawling, super strength, all that shit. But they also share the web shooters with Peter Parker. They all make their own web shooters, or they go to him and he makes them for them. So the whole shiny, glittery bullshit, I don't know the fuck that was. 
Okay. That was weird. It kind of reminded me of the boy Starlight for some reason. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, wait, what? Shining beam of light pushed this guy to the wall and did some other shit? I was like, wow. A little Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. There it is. That too. I really hope we get Jubilee in the fucking next movie. Oh, we need to. Fan service. Should happen. Yeah. A good rogue. How about that one? That would be very nice. I would actually have like to have a good rogue. Who would you fan pick as a good rogue nowadays? What do you? I know it's hard. Who would you pick? What age are you trying to go? Are we trying to make her a teenager in the school, or are we trying to make her a little bit older, like she was in the animated show? Okay, they're making a new animated show continuing on X nineties. Nineties. Three ninety-seven. 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 So they're gonna bring that rogue back, but for, for the, live action though, live which action. also in Miss Marvel. Or the Marvels. The Marvels. They They're saying to that it. that is the, the animated show X Men. Okay. 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 So the Beast and um, whatever binary that we see there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're supposed to be from that universe. Oh, that'd be such. Which a means time. that older Rogue, who's probably mid to late twenties, is going to be the age of Rogue we're going to get. Yeah, but that's why Wolverine's wearing the yellow. Yeah. That's right. It all ties together. Woo. And then you still had it from the other one with the, uh, with the uh, Illuminati or whatever, the Mutant Illuminati or whatever the fuck that shit was called. Oh, the Illuminati with uh, Doctor uh, Str- Strange, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange, yeah. So you even had Charles right there, too. Yeah, and he had the actual animated sh- like show hover fucking uh, yeah. thing, yeah. So that's what they're leaning into in terms of X-Men. Right. So we don't know if how the live action are going to look, but... Honestly, dude, like for that rogue, if she can pull out the accent, I would say give the city Sweeney. For rogue? For rogue. Whoa. She has like the blondish red hair. Like it's a little bit darker, so it's like a dirty blonde hair. Uh-huh. Give her the white streak. You can leave the hair as is, put her in the suit with a jacket. Wes? Anybody else you would pick to be a live action rogue? I'm not good with names. I'd have to like okay. pre tell, tell, pre tell. do it. What yeah. movie? Pull a girl from a movie. Joe probably knows it. You're not wrong. You know this. I let a Jeopardy tune. Insert Jeopardy tune. You have to come back to me. Do, 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 Brian, who are you gonna go do, with? Do, 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 do. I would pick uh, nowadays. Ouch. Uh, name me a couple of superhero chicks. What do you mean superhero chicks? Like, who they chicks play? that play superheroes. That play superheroes? Yeah. Um, <gasps> Ooh! Give me Agent Carter. Haley Atwell? I would think she'd make a hot rogue. Uh, depending on the age of rogue you're going with, I think she's going to be too old for that role now. Damn it. All right, let me find somebody else. Because Haley Atwell is like, probably pushing like mid-40s now. Damn it. All right, you already picked Sydney Sweeney? Sydney Sweeney. Okay, now I know why Wes said this is tough. I understand you now. All right. What do you think about it? Yeah, like, no, I mean, who, I mean, come on now. The only other chick I could think of off the top of my head would go to, like, Black Widow, so, like, Scarlett Johansson. Right. Um, she still looks young enough to pull it off, but she already does Scarlett. <gasps> no, but Florence P already is Scarlett. So Again, multiverse, so you have them looking different from every universe. And she can pull off the accent, though. Like, mm. she already pulls off the Russian accent very yeah. well. Tweak that a little, and you got a New Orleans accent right there. She'd pull it out. I think you're good there, yeah. I think she's got her hair red. That's easy. Give her a wig, bro. She's down. All right. Florence Pugh, final answer. Okay. You, I I stalled as long as I could. I went down the rabbit hole for you. 
Uh, you know, a lot of the younger female actors, I can actresses. Yeah. I can never see them pulling off like a rogue that we could picture in our minds because we're picturing like a maturish type of a rogue, right? Like, yeah, I mean, like for the one you're going with, you want figure. to be like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, yeah, that's already like full figure going on. You know, none of the preteen vibes. Like Zendaya, she for it sucks, but I think she's always gonna be stuck in that pre. That teenish body. Yeah. As good as an actress she is, like, give her her mad props. Like, she does really great jobs. She just can't feel that rogue vibe for me. Like, no. There's that, no. No, that one She'd shit. probably do, like, Storm or something. Mm, I, I wouldn't put Storm on Honestly, her Honestly, make her Jubilee. You want to yeah. put her as Jubilee? You could. I mean, she's Asian. <sighs> That's in the video. True. In the shit, right? Like, she's yeah, just, she's like, Asian. Asian. Jubilee's Asian, yeah, but Zendaya... Has that Asian look, I guess. A mixed race kind of thing. Yeah. I think she is actually Asian and um and black. So I think she's like. Wow, checks a lot of boxes off of that. Asian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she is. I think she is. I'm looking up right now. Ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> Could you think of anything, Wes? You good? <gasps> yeah, no, I can't really. Hey, she's. African American with Nigerian ancestry. Oh shit! Her mother was German and Scottish ancestry, so she's black and white. Okay, she had coconut. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's she like you? Ah, <gasps> oh, she's like Wes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Wes can figure it out. But I think right, we go ahead and rate this. We'll shit. come back to you next season. Yeah, right next year. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get to the actual X Men, like Cassie, we can talk about it then. Yeah, right there. All right. So here's what I thought. <laughs> Henry Cavill is rogue. Wow. <laughs> We're gender bending Oh my god. Wait. Any of the Lois Lanes could play uh, rogue? Yeah. Which one? You trying to go with uh, the <gasps> Henry Cavill of those lanes? Oh my god. Any of the Doctor Who chicks would play rogue for you? Uh, if you wanted to, yeah. Cause, I mean, even Nebula. Um... <gasps> oh, I would love her as rogue. Oh, God damn, I can't think of her name right now. We'll blink you on it. suck, Joe. I What's... set you up and he failed me. What's the chick from... Uh... It's Annie Pond. I know the character name. I can't think of her actress name. Wow, you suck. What's the one from... The... She's like in the office. She has red hair. Pam? No, not Pam. No. She has red hair. She's in one episode. <clears throat> and then she's in... Is she uh, the one who sells purses? Yeah, Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Jesus. Did she sell purses? <laughs> yes. Damn. Yeah, hell yeah. Right. <laughs> you have her, dude, like the red hair with the white. Because she already got the red hair, dude. Who's the chick who marries to Sasha Baron Cohen? Married to who? Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. She's married Borat. to him. She's the, the dude who played Borat. She's married to him. <gasps> really? Yeah, like she's the hottest fuck redhead. Isla Fisher. Yes. Oh. Oh, Amy Adams is what I was thinking. Another good rogue item person. Okay. I like her. Okay. Wow, Isla Fisher. That's a good one, guys. That's a good one. I'll give that. I'll give that to you. She'll be on that one. But yeah, man, honestly, it was just, even the fact that you had the dude that was Ben, and his name is Ben, on fucking Parks and Rec, 
It was just like, dog, this name's this dude's name is Ben. And then you're gonna tell me the actor's name is Ben. Like I'm gonna be mad as fuck. You know, I think that was the best misdirection they ever did in that fucking film. Because I was in your mindset the whole time. I did not once think this Ben from Ben from Parks and Recs is Ben, Uncle Ben, until the baby was born and he became Uncle Ben. I was like that was a really good misdirection, like, the whole time. When she hands him the baby, say hi to your Uncle Ben. Done. And I'm That's like, when it clicked. That's when it fucking clicked. And honestly, it should have clicked when we found out the dad's name was Richard. Richard and he was yes. off on some kind of mission, but they wouldn't say what it was or where. Yes. And he was like, it was like real secret. I'm but like, only if you knew Peter Parker's real parent's name would you catch it. Yeah. And you had to be so deep in the lore for that. Like, it's very hard to come right. across the Spider-Man animated series. It was Tough to find out his parents' name. Go into the Spider-Man films, they never talk about his parents' name. And it's not until you play the video game. Video game talks about his parents' name for a minute. Video game and one of the uh, later animated ones, they get into it because he uh, actually visits the parents. The one with uh, where they had Tom Drake, Nathan, no, Homeboy Drake. Yes. The Drake went Drake Bell. Yeah. When Drake Bell's uh, animated Spider-Man did go to his parents. Yes. I watched all of Spider-Man series, so yeah. I'm right there with I you. It all, bro. I watch it all. Spider-Man, I'm your fan. I am Spider-Man. He goes home in the Spider-Man wig. Hey. He has Spider-Man sheets. I have a Spider-Man fit costume. I wore it to go see a Spider-Man film, weren't you? Oh, I was there. Oh, you weren't there. Saul was. was in Vegas, there. I think, right? Saul was there. I was in Vegas. Hey, what's up, guys? Me, Saul. What's up, dogs? <laughs> <laughs> all right, can we just bring the dog fire, please? Fuck, fuck Madam Web, bro. I wasn't going to watch it anyway. No, no, it was a little hot take. I really liked it. It was really esoteric. Oh my god, he would. You know what I mean? They were daring. <laughs> you know, they really tried something new. Uh, Can we just raise the dumpster fire, please? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Wes. You're first. Um, <clears throat> it's where I tell the hate, the whole hate, nothing but the hate to help you, God. I do. Um, yeah, honestly, there's just so many things that I had problems with. The, I legit am like, yo, I just, I'm going to be mean as fuck. I'm going to give it a two, dog. <gasps> just because I felt like, look, Sony, you got money. You can make shit sick. I've seen Into the Spider-Verse. And you're going to turn me this? You had a chance to make a sick Madam Web with uh, your whole Doctor Strange No Way Home deal. And you guys cucked Venom. Didn't let Venom meet Spider-Man. Didn't do none of that shit. Don't even bring us another Spider-Man. Nothing. Leave Andrew Garfield out in the cold after everybody was like, damn, he was a really good Spider-Man. You know, we should do... Dude, we none of that. We third movie. Yeah, none of that. Sony just said, no, we're just going to put chicks in here. We're going to hope that they're hot. Hope everybody falls in love with them and just goes, dude, they're boobs. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're hoping for. Like, so I mean, I did hear a couple people say that. I mean, I feel like they nerfed her. Like, like <laughs> you did you see her on the red carpet for like one of the awards? Like, she was wearing this red dress, and those boobs are like predominant. They were well done, and to go to this film, and they were nerfed. You're like, <laughs> where's the Dave Chappelle clip? Yeah, that's like you I get it from somewhere. Those are some great New York boobs. That was him right there, dude. That was him right This now. is Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. And you have great New York boobs. Ha ha. 
Oh my god. You have great genetics, sir. Yeah. <laughs> they perch on your arm like an owl and everything. <laughs> Straight up. That was Brian right there, dude. This Brian is the watcher. <laughs> he is the watcher. No <laughs> I see but, things. But that's where they are, dude. Like, I swear, they're just right there. Just fucking doing bullshit just to be like, let's make the Spider-Man shit. Because everybody's into Spider-Man. You know, we just had that really cool Marvel shit. Let's 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 half-ass this and just mail in something, and then everybody will be all cool with it. And it's like, no, dude, you can't just do that. Yeah. And then they always want to go. Oh, it's a Marvel movie. It's a Mar-. no, it's not. It's a you know licensed Marvel movie. You no, know it's funny. I noticed about this one. Huh. In the other Spider-Man movies they had done with um, Morbius, Venom, and their Spider-Man movies, the animated ones. They have the Marvel fucking uh, real. This one didn't have it. Nope, it didn't at all. It just said a Marvel, a Marvel, it associated with Marvel. Yeah. It's all said they didn't get the actual like real flip, whatever it is. Right. So I was like, damn, Marvel really said we don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah. And even fucking what's his name was probably rolling around, dude. Tom Ooh. Holland. Kevin no, not Tom Holland. No. Um, the dude that made Marvel. Oh, Stan Lee. Oh, Stan man. Lee, bro. He was rolling in his grave. Yeah, he was rolling around in there Fucking saying, Fucking West went to Stan Lee rolling in his grave. That's sad, dude. That hurts. Well, because, come on, Stan Lee's in so much shit that it's like, dude, Spider-Man was the first, no? Spider-Man, no. no. The Fantastic Four was his fir- was the first family. They were one of the first like comics that he put out. Okay. Yeah, Fantastic Four was the first family for Marvel because they were actually the first thing they put out. Spider-Man came out in the 60s, I believe. Yeah. It went um, Fantastic Four, and then I think they did X-Men in the 80s, maybe late 70s, after Spider-Man. And fuck, who did they have after Fantastic Four? Because they had two more comics before all that shit. Okay. Yeah, but it was... Oh, I think Hulk came before uh, Spider-Man. I think Hulk was actually in the 70s, early 70s. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's only another thing, but between that and the fucking Fantastic Four, like, you know, they say in Javier Bardem being Galactus, it's just going to be like, read the Richards. I will come for you. That would suck if that's all we got, dude. Like, I'm just going to be like, dude, come on. I mean, how long we get a Galactus that we can physically is. see and not that giant fucking energy swirl they had in the fucking second movie with Soul Surfer? I'll be happy. Just give me something. I want a tangible Galactus. Right. I. That's all I need, man. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough. I got the silver truck, but I call that bitch Galactus when I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got the silver truck. I wasn't going to call it the surfer. Come on, man. I would call that bitch Galactus, but purple's coming to it once I pay that bitch off. So we'll Fuck, can I get it wrapped? Hell, well, I want to do some shit with the lights and everything like that okay. and have like the front, like you know where it actually says Toyota? Yeah. I want to take that grill up that's like a dark gray. And then put that bitch purple. You know, do the multi-purple, where it's like the two tones? Like the dark purple and like the velvet uh, purple? That's pretty much what I want, yeah. And then fucking make it black instead or something. Okay. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I got I got time. I mean, if you keep it silver, you just call it the Herald. We're throwing lift, lift, uh, lift kit on it. Fuck. We got some work going on to that track, bro. But that's the little thing, yeah. That movie was just... I felt like it was... Too bad? There was just no love behind it, but it was. I think they just automatically assumed, like, if we throw the Spider-Man shit out there, dumbass people will like it, and that's all we need. Yeah. And that's about all it is. And then when you do go in the comments, there's so many people who are like, I love this movie. And it's like, is that a fucking bot? Because, like, what were you watching, dude? 
Yeah, I, I talked to a friend about it who saw it, and um, she was telling me from when she what she got from it was she was like, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. I like that they had a lot of female empowerment. I'm like, what empowerment? They ran away the entire fucking time. They hid in the fucking forest. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, the only one who was empowered was Madam Webb, and she just kept hitting this dude with a car. Like, you're embracing stereotypes when yeah. we can't drive. That's <laughs> Jesus. She drove around with two fucked up cars the entire movie with a van and the fucking and and the, the, cab, the cab. And then the only other thing too is like how you guys said she traveled to like massive plot holes. She stole a, a taxi and you're gonna tell me she drove to the airport with the stolen taxi? Oh, well, she, took, she took the fucking license plates off. She did take the license plates off. But still, you got a no license plate vehicle driving around on the street. A cop is flipping the fuck out. Yeah. Touche. It, it is New York. Again, it, it also New York post 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Right after, dude. Yeah. I mean... That shit's still fresh. They're still sweeping up the dust. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, the year it happened. Or the year it took place. Yeah. Yes! Sound bitch. I it took place that. in 2000. It's like three years later. Like, it's still fresh as fuck. It's one of those things where it's like, I know, it's a movie. Calm down. Yeah, Someone's movie. at the thing going, it's Joe, a movie! Joe. Multiverse, it didn't happen in that. Moment. The towers still there. Towers are still there. Imagine if you watch it and the towers are there. Oh my god, let's Someone go watch it again, dude. Let's go watch it again right yeah. now. Let's go watch it after this. Let's go and just fast forward to where we can see the skyline. Don't <laughs> pull it up. Hurry up. Pull it up. All right, boss. When did we get here? I never even seen them. <laughs> I was at the gym still. <laughs> you take two times a day. All right, who uh, who else wants to rate here? We oh my god, you gave it a two, right? Yeah, I gave. I'm gonna say two. I'll go next because I know I know what's gonna happen. So I'm gonna go next. Go. I'm gonna give this a two and a half. Wow, you son of a bitch! This movie had so many plot holes. It had so many issues. It had so little sense whatsoever. They banked on the name Spider Man. Yeah. They're hoping that just having Spider Man and Marvel in the title is gonna be good enough to pull people in. This movie makes no sense, and they do a fucking piss-poor job of actually giving you a decent, cohesive story. I feel like Sony's like, we need to get rid of these two dudes and close their contract out because they fucked up Morbius. Let's just get one more movie and call it a day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's... I want to give it lower, but I mean, I don't think it's that bad. For it to be lower than a two and a half, I feel like this movie would have to be like literally just a video of a dog taking a shit for the entire <laughs> hour and a half for it to be lower than a two. Say that again? For the entire movie of a two of a hour and a half? Uh-huh. For it to be lower than two, it has to be just a dog taking a shit. Wow. Like that's how you go lower than a two. This is a, that's low as you get for an actual actual movie. Damn. And yet we still can't get back, girl. Oh. Yeah. Brian, so let's hear about this five you're going to give it, probably. Well, you son of a bitch. How'd you know I was going to give it a five? Because I know you. All right. So the, here's my reasons why. <clears throat> Reason why it gets a five. Sydney Sweeney. Boobs. Dakota Johnson. Boobs. The other two chicks in the film. Unknown boobs. That's my <laughs> four right there. <laughs> Which, if you really multiply that by two, this film should get an eight. But... <laughs> 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 
Brian, wait, wait, wait. Brian, I recommend the movie to your friends? No, I recommend those movies to my friends. <laughs> so, uh, here's a couple things that you guys did not bring up, which I was very shocked. And here's why I gave it a five. The antagonist of this film. Why did his voice not match the dialogue and what I was hearing? Why was his mouth moving, but the words are coming out delayed? I have two answers for you, actually, for that one. Give me that. First answer, he thought he was doing a Japanese Godzilla film. <laughs> I almost got him to do it. I almost got it. You <laughs> choked on him a little bit, but you almost got, I almost got the spit take. Almost got the spit take. Fuck you. Go on. <laughs> the other reason is because he was doing that weird accent, uh-huh. he couldn't project loud enough for the mic to pick it up. So what they had to do was have him do it in ADR. So after the whole thing is recorded, he goes into the sound booth and redoes his lines to lip sync over it. He just doesn't know how to do it very well and it sucked dick. Dude, it was so hard to watch those scenes where he was talking to his assistant who never got a name and he's over I here. I love that you bring that up, but you didn't notice until I told you about it. I know, because I went back and I watched it and I was like, she wasn't named like that poor girl. And she was worked so hard. And he he sounded so bad, and he. But you ever notice people. that when he's talking, he sounds very low. Like he's he has a very low tone of speech. Yeah, it's because he's forcing that accent. That's not his natural accent, and he can't project with using that voice. Oh, put somebody else in there. Like, come on, man. Like, don't no one else wanted that role. They read the script. Like, oh fuck this. It's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, so that was one of the reasons I gave it five. Uh, the other reasons were the fireworks were overpowered. I felt like I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> has enough power behind it like a fucking bazooka a grenade launcher <laughs> a rocket launcher shit so <laughs> I got a candle stand back <laughs> so I, I'm gonna go to New York buy some fireworks come back we're gonna start to take over dude, we're gonna figure this shit out Mythbuster style <laughs> we're gonna build a brick wall and we're gonna blow it up that's all it is how much does it cost to rent a helicopter <laughs> So, Make sure you get the insurance. <laughs> um, overpowered fireworks. Um, and, you know, uh, another reason I give it a five is uh, uh, Mad Mob's powers, you know? Um, so you're saying all the plot holes. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. That's you're, what I'm saying. You're listening to the movie. Um, what? You're listening to the whole movie. Like, all the plot holes. It just, the movie's nothing but plot holes. <laughs> it brought me down to a five, dude. Madam Plot Hole. Madam Plot Hole should be the name of the next film. Not the web, but Plot Hole. Plot Hole. You know those holes inside the web? That's where the plot fell through. That's where the plot fell through. Fuck yeah. Good job, Joe. Thank you for assisting. Yeah, legit. Like, his partner, like you guys are talking about, if you look up the cast, it just says actress. Did he fucking give her a name? Yeah, it just says actress. fuck that up? There's a couple other dudes, too. I mean, they even fucked up to the point where, like, it says Mike Epps is a businessman. He's the chief of the paramedics. Yeah. Also, I don't think the chief is going to be on site for shit and then take off in a truck by himself. Well, she tried to stop. Yeah, but also, he went off by himself. I don't think you're allowed to do that. I think you're going to be in the ambulance. You just have a team with you. You're not going to go by solo. Right. If he had the truck, like the regular kind of trucks that the fire department have for the ambulance fire department, that makes sense to go by yourself on that one. But he took off in an actual ambulance with no one else with him. Be careful out there. Alright. Boom! <laughs> Dude, seriously. I'm like, come on. Also, 
if you're he he literally didn't even go a block away. He was literally like making the first hurry, left. Hurry. Oh my god. Go, go. He made the first left, which is like maybe 10 feet away from a giant burning firework fucking factory and a fucking garbage truck, whatever the fuck it is, hits him square on. Right. I'm like, does no one fucking close off the roads? Did you, did you see where he was speeding off to when they zoomed out? Did you see the road and where it went, where that truck was speeding off to? No. To the fucking water, Joe. 10 more feet at the speed he was going, he was going to drive off the fucking road and go into the water. If he was right, he was going to turn. No. He... Was he turning? He was turning. It looked like he went straight and smashed into the paramedic. No, he was going, he was going to make, he was making the left. Like, he went forward and he started making the left and then wham. And that was enough to kill the guy? Well, when you get T-bone from this, from the, on the, your side that you're at. Yeah. By a fucking semi-truck that has, like, you know, three tons of weight behind it that just smashes into you. The fact that he wasn't more hurt made me laugh. Okay. I like, thought he should have got smashed more. I, I can't remember the semi truck or a garbage truck, but I mean, that was like easily a couple tons right there. Okay. And it was literally, it was doing like at least like, you know, speed limit, probably 40 miles an hour, and just barricade barrels right into him. Also, how do you not see that? Like, you're really right there. Like, you don't check your fucking left and right? Nope. You're just, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, he just said, fuck it. She said, be careful. <laughs> don't do what anyone tells me to do. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I ain't listening. I'm my own boss. I'm your boss. Alright, but yes, that was Madam Plothole. <laughs> we gave it a new name. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope our broken point of view lined up with yours. If it didn't, let us know. Bro, you know our broken point of view did not line up with people. On Divinity, maybe not. Probably not. Okay. But on like Madam Web, I, a lot of people are going to hate on this. A lot of people have been hate on this. Yeah. I think the realism, like, on this with Divinity being like, hey, no one's going to like this shit, really, but there's a few people out there who think outside the box that don't just go, Spider-Man, Madam Web. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't going to lie. Joe Post sent that post where he was making fun of Cinemark going, hey, they're doing anything just to get rid of Madam Web shit. And they're like, give away. We're going to give you this Madam Web thing. It, I went through the comments and that shit. And it was straight up people being like, we need this. Such a great film. Oh, I loved this movie. <gasps> yeah, that's where I'm like, is this real? Or it's is bots. this like... No, yes. there's, no matter what the movie is, there's going to be diehard fans of it just because they want to be a fan of it. Oh. It's like with Saul. Like, he, likes to hate, he likes to hate on everything people love, but if someone's not going to like it, he likes... Like, it's going to be a little bit of weird esoteric bullshit that like, people are like, kind of weird about. He's going to be all for it. Uh, he was all you know what leave this world behind fucking cutting edge cinema (laughs) (laughs) the pull (laughs) the fucking pull but yes uh, like rate review all the good stuff for us please Um, we are gonna try to get a little more interaction going on with the actual Instagram page Uh, throw up some more polls I'm going to start throwing up in there. I'm going to start throwing up some more reviews. Like I said, I was going to, which I have not been able to. Ooh. Yeah, my Ooh. bad. Ooh. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bot. NPC ass, dude. NPC. Level one. Just like, fuck. Fight. <laughs> dude, Final Fantasy VII. Seven days. Seven days. Sorry. No, that's all good. 
I've been playing Persona 5 Tactics. Yeah! I've been on Bloodborne lately. Hey, I'll take that too. Did you see Elden Ring's getting DLC? I did see that, yeah. Dude, I never beat the first fucking game because it pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Ah, so good. Pissed me off. There's this bridge with this dragon. I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to kill this dragon. The dragon keeps killing me, man. Made me cry once. You just gotta work at it, dude. It doesn't matter how hard you work, dude. If you don't know, it just kills you one hit. You get those secrets, but get you. You gotta grind for it, is what it is. Gotta find better armor. Man, it's a bitch of a nice game. Anyway, go on. What right. You? You're a bot. Yes, I'm a bot. Joe's a bot. And on that note, thank you so much. Have a good night. Love y'all. See you soon. Be safe. This has been a broken production.